been down so long, it's a must I win. Hold my place like cast iron, won't break, won't bend. Stuck them racks in the all black Camuto bag. Louis B. Drake, Dover Starch, Bowman Pants. Welcome to episode 29 of the First Rounders. Just a little bit of love. Bang. It's your boy, B. Willingham, a.k.a. Raphael for call. <laughs> what it do, my peoples? It's Ronaldo, man, a.k.a. King Leon. He back in his thing. Yo, what's good, everybody? This is your boy, Young Clifton, a.k.a. The Real Reggie, a.k.a. Andrewton Simmons. <laughs> Uh, yes, what's going on, y'all? This is uh, Specialist Rivers reporting live from New Mexico in the desert, dodging these damn coyotes and everything else. Help a brother, man. Somebody send help. Go brave, goddammit. Yes, yes. <laughs> but we got us a special guest all the way from Wisconsin. This man. Yes, we got a doctor in here today. Oh, yeah. Sure. There we go, man. Gotta be real. Gotta be real specific today. Yes, yes. real. Oh, yeah, man. Yes. Yeah, missing oh, Demetrius Smith. Bringing in the heat. <laughs> oh yeah, man. That's a, hold on, hold on, y'all, hold on, y'all. We gotta do this right, man. We have, we have a doctor, a long time, a long time, you know, East Side representative, life, lifelong East Side resider, and oh, again, yes. my my brother of on the Armbar Chronicles, man. I just again, bro, appreciate you coming Ooh. on, man. Bro. This is your boy. The Ooh, yeah. doctor, old ass Demetrius, man. <laughs> What's going on? Ooh, what's going on? What's going on? Hey, yes, sir. Welcome, brother. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I, I appreciate y'all, man. The first rounders, man. This is uh, this is this is cool, man. We're gonna really kick it and talk about this sports, these sports, and uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here, man. Happy to be here. Yeah, yeah man. We got a shared universe going on in this thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Shared universe, MCU and thing. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. What up to y'all? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all boys doing feeling today, man. Y'all still partying? I tell you what, man. Atlanta, Atlanta is turned up. It's lit. It's as it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Atlanta is like it's live right now. Everybody has some energy in them as I walk outside, going down the streets. Everybody just like, you know. They got the energy there in there now, you know, and history's been made. So a lot of folks was out today trying to get the Atlanta Journal Constitutional. Um, that thing sold out quick. So if you got your hands on one of them things, you're good. And it's like I said, Atlanta, Atlanta is lit. It's gonna be even even crazier tomorrow. So that was gonna be stupid tomorrow. Oh, Shoot, yeah. not, just oh, Atlanta, yeah. not just Atlanta guys, man, all of Georgia, because I've been seeing news reports of people. Even here in Warner Robins, you know, outside of Academy Sports, after the World Series is over, looking to get World Series gear, man. And y'all saw mm-hmm. homeboy Jesse sent us the same thing happened in Columbus. So yeah, yeah, man, this is it's almost like buying Jays, man, for waiting in line getting Jay. But now nah, we getting them. He getting that Braves merchandise, man. So <laughs> yeah, man. fanatic fanatic said they had the. Their best sellout in and ever for the uh, for the Braves gear, man. So the Braves fans are out, and they've been waiting for twenty six years. So for sure, man. For <laughs> sure, yeah, for sure. Wait, since yeah. I was eleven years old. You know, I can yeah. tell you, like I can tell you, like this too. Like, for look, check it. So check it, like the. 
to me, and this is like putting my my um, allegiance to the Braves aside. If I was going to go pick up a baseball cap, I'm gonna pick a Braves cap because that's the like the best design cap, possibly with the Yankees like second as a design cap. Because then I did because the for whatever reason is that Atlanta cap, the Braves cap is just a perfect brim. It just fits right in your head. You know what I'm saying? It solidifies you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, Atlanta boy, you know, Atlanta, uh, a, a product of Atlanta or a product of Georgia. Because, like, I wore it when I was in Statesboro, too, born and raised in Statesboro. So, like, just having that hat and just kind of give you that that significance. So, I uh, post many there start getting got the new hats, and that, that sounds like it was dope, too. Definitely want to give me one, the, the World Series hat. Oh, yeah. Them hats fine. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, got, I got one for my pops, man. So, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, I that's got just history right there, too. You know, just. Put it to the side, like that's a World Series hat, bro. Yeah, yeah. I had to get a, uh, I got a skull cap, but they they sold out now though. I'm glad I went on like right after the game. Yeah. Skull cap, mm-hmm. like, Wisconsin. It's with, with, <laughs> of course. I need you one had of those. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Just want to ask you a question, Meat. Hey, man, what, what has you, or what? made you a Braves fan, man? Man, so for me, um, I became a Braves fan. Like, I wasn't really a Braves fan. In, in 95, you became one because, like, they were winning, they were doing well. So I remember mm-hmm. Braves in, like, 92, 93, but I was still, like, elementary school. Yeah. So really, I became a Braves fan, like, 94, 95, like, 94, the strike shortened year. In 95, the World Series year. So actually, my mom put me on the, the Braves because my dad is actually a Dodgers fan, which we didn't talk the last the NLCS. Me and my, <laughs> me and my dad always <laughs> talk sports. We talk sports every single day. Whoa. We did Whoa. not talk. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> my pop, my pops is actually a Dodgers fan, man, because you know, Atlanta didn't have a team my dad was growing up. So the Braves were in Milwaukee at that time. Yeah. yeah. That was like, all right. I'm going to find a team. So he's a Dodgers fan. He kind of stuck with him because he's loyal. But my mom, mom is actually a Braves fan, and she's a huge Braves fan. So, like, we celebrated, and, like, she called me, and we talked and reminisced about 95, and we talked about this team and how, you know, um, it was just – we didn't expect that at all. So, um, but, yeah, Yeah. she actually put me on the Braves in, like, 93. Uh, I remember going to Fulton County back in Mm – Early 90s, I was going mm-hmm. to, um, but 95, definitely, 90, 93, 94, 95, I really got into it. 96, okay. I was all in. <clears throat> uh, yeah, that was a terrible, we'll talk more about that later, but 96 was the year that I became a, 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 a battered uh, Atlanta sports fan in that World Series. Mm. Dang, yeah. already. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that was the one that got away. Yeah, yeah, that was the one that got away. Yeah, and it also, unfortunately, it jump started. It's reinvigorated the evil empire and set them on their run that that ended the you know late nineties and the early two thousand. So, yeah. 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 it is. But but y'all, but for real though, tell the truth. Who in who in here was actually still? Worried about the results of the game, even after, even after Freddie hit that home run, which I'm actually just saw now because FS1, FS1 is showing a replay of the game. 
Yeah, I might have watched that thing right now. Yeah, I might have to go back and watch it too, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. so who was still actually, you know, wasn't it like the third or fourth inning when he hit the? No, nah, this is right, the like the... when they went up yeah. 7 1. So Not 7 1, excuse me, 7 0. 7 0. But who was still oh, like, oh, damn. Bro, I ain't gonna lie. I was like waiting yeah. to like when it's like two outs in the bottom of the night. I was like, that's the only time I felt confident then. <laughs> it was I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be real with y'all, man. I, I I wasn't confident until Freddie caught that last uh <laughs> until it was three outs and he raised his hand. I was like, oh, we just won. Okay. <laughs> like, wait, I was nervous the whole time. Shoot, me too. TSD. Were were you ready to call out for class the next day? There. Uh, oh, absolutely, Doctor. Yeah, I canceled my first. Uh, <laughs> of course, I was doing a. I was supposed to do a. I was supposed to do a training that morning, and I was like, "That's dead," because you know you can't go. To, you can't go to sleep after winning the fourth series. No. Mm. Oh man, that's why yeah. we all, that's exactly why we did the Instapod me because of what you said right there, man. After that, it's like, man, we had we had some energy we had to burn off still. Yeah. Burn off, like, yeah, man, yeah. let's just get on here, man. Talk about good shit, man. Or just yeah, that was crazy. I went like I was like, I only had like four hours of sleep that <laughs> that day, man. I don't know about work was so sluggish, man. But I think everybody else was like the same way too. So so it was like a good thing. So. Like I said, it was crazy for real. Oh. No, like I say, you, you still it's something that I don't know. Even after I even after I text you, me, it was still like you still had to process everything, man. It was really it was dreamlike just seeing Freddie catch that last out of the that twenty seventh out, man. It was just like, hold on, is this happening? Like, is this happening? <laughs> have to, were you were you wet, Reggie? Nigga, bro. See? Yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> See? This, this is why we can't take you nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm just let you know right now, bro. Yeah, buddy, you're right. You're right. Can't take you nowhere, son. You already know. Hey, me. Hey, me. Hey, man. Do I need to call you Dr. Meat or t- I mean, like. Oh, man. What's happening? What's happening here? What's happening? <laughs> Professor <laughs> Meat, uh, do I have. Homework later. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, man. So, got another question for you, brother. All right. You know, we went to good old GSU, the real GSU down there in Statsboro. And uh, I just want to ask you a question, bro. Like, you're a professor now, right? You teach. How big your class that you teach right now, bro? Uh, you got right now. That class is relatively it's not that big. We only have like oh. 30 students. We try it's a it's a Jesus. seminar course. So when you were at Georgia Southern, mm-hmm. the beautiful Georgia Southern University, before you went to Thirsty Thursdays, Bucket Fridays, and all that, you know, game day Saturdays. And now you're a professor. How 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 is it on the other side? On the other side, bro. Man, it's crazy because like I don't know, my students just don't see that side of me. But I'm like, man, like a good 12 years ago, I would have been at Manning's right now with y'all. Hey, yo. <laughs> yep. Buy 12, get 12 free. Hey, the Thursday, today, 
wings up, son. Hey, hold on. Three dollar bourbon wells. Three dollar bourbon wells. Got the wings. I twelve. Who's driving? Man, who's driving? No, I had no idea before wings got expensive. Like how cool that was to get twelve wings and get twelve wings free. That was yeah. Boy, that we was did cool. not. We did not take advantage of that enough. Bottle no. well free, man. And those are the big wings too, my guy. I was like, oh, dude, this is craziness. Yeah, man. It's what a time to be alive. All I like to say, y'all, is listening to this podcast. What a time to be alive. Absolutely, man. But no, to answer your question, man, it, it's 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 crazy. Like, cause I never would have expected to be in higher education. You know, uh, being a professor because. You know, I didn't see that coming, but it just mm-hmm. that way. And, you know, I love what I do. Um, you know, it's, it's always funny seeing the students that's like try to BS you. And I'm like, bro, I was you times 10. Like, <laughs> it's like those those lies don't work on me. I know you drunk. I can I can smell the lick on you. I know you drunk. <laughs> we know <laughs> this. <laughs> because it wasn't that long ago that we were in your shoes. Professor Meat and... You know, I ain't finished homework. I ain't, I ain't did a goddamn thing. When the test, oh, the test today? Ah, oh, nah, I ain't ready, bruh. You know, let, let me get like uh, two days on that, bruh. Let me get two days on that. But, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, like, that's, that's crazy, man. We were all together taking classes, doing all the craziness at Georgia Southern, and we're all doing something great right now. Like all of us individually are doing something great and working good jobs and got it going on. And God dang, God dang old meat, man. He might be a little older than me, y'all. So, you know what I'm saying? So we just happy to have you on, bro. Glad you could uh, give us some of, your, some of your time, man. I know you got a great test and great homework. Or you might have a TA to get at too, you know. So, hey, man, we just happy to have you on, bro, for like, for real, man. Uh, they got a TA, man. Yeah, man. I definitely appreciate y'all having me, bro. No, no, no doubt, bro. No doubt, no doubt, man. Like I said, man, shoot that. Actually, to wrap up this portion of the of the break segment, because, yes, we we are going to talk about talk about this later, man. We actually going to get into, you know, the into the Braves and exactly, you know, how not, not only how this affects the city of Atlanta, man, but how this affects the franchise and everything going forward now. But y'all, man, can, but y'all, can we just like just talk shit for just one good bit, man? Just let everybody know that you know that th- this is officially Braves country, man. This is officially the Braves takeover for episode twenty nine of of you know the first rounders, man. So whichever about whichever one of y'all wants to, wants to get it started first, man, just 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 let folks know, man. Yeah, somebody get the ball chain going, man. I said, let people know, man. I said, cause. Because folks are folks were ready to absolutely shit on Atlanta. If they if they lost this series, people were ready to just jump on and 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 continue the stupid and lazy sports narrative about you know the city sports not 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 you know getting it done. Acting like Atlanta United didn't win a championship just three years ago, man. So I'm saying, man. So if y'all just want to just get on and just talk shit for like a good five minutes, man. Like I said, just let me know, man. Like I said, whatever, whatever y'all want to get off, man. This <laughs> yeah. all y'all's my guy. I'm going to say hey. mine for later. I mean. I say it like this, though, real quick. Yo, 
to be honest with you, they still not giving the, the proper respect to the team. You know what I'm saying? Like after I, I look at a lot, a lot of the sports, um, a lot of sports commentating, you know, sports heads, the talk head shows, you know, a lot of Fox, FS1, you know, whatever. But like, you know, they're not really drumming in like the Braves are the world champions. That's, you know, I feel like they're not giving that energy as bad, as good as they should have, or they would have a, a Houston Astros or LA Dodgers. So, I mean, and then, and for the Braves to be consistently, these boys were good last year, and they was good the year before, and they were good the year before. Like, they, they wasn't like they was in a, a constant drought. The competition was there, and it was always that, like, they was on that, that cusp of, oh, the boys good, watch out for them. Oh, the Braves are coming up, you better watch out for them. It was always a year. And it was building up to it. So finally, this year, like, nah, you can't stop us this time. Like, it's nothing that you could say or do or use against us. They could have done that when Acuna went down, when Acuna went down. Like, oh, man, the world might be over with. But like we explained in the podcast before, man, they bounced back real strong and became a damn World Series championship team, man. And even with the Acuna going, but to that point, Ronaldo, even with the Acuna going down, that's the thing about it. Everybody... Now, yeah, we know that a lot of teams had injuries, though. We, we know that Kershaw couldn't go couldn't go for the Dodgers. Trevor Bauer had, had his own crap, you know, to go on with, to, to go on, you know, to, with the Dodgers. Nancy McCullers couldn't go for the Astros, you know, this past World Series. But at the same time, though, like I said, we lost Acuna. We lost Mike Soroka back in, back in May. And even during the World Series, our best pitcher went down after the first game. So right. anybody who wants to argue about injuries, pr- pretty much, you know, pretty much, you know, water- watering down the competition, you know, that the Braves are facing injuries all year, all year and, and even during the postseason. So people can miss me with the injury talking at the same time. Like I said, this was one that was earned because, again, this is this wasn't your typical 88 win team. We know that this turned into a different team after double A made those moves to basically signed an entire outfield. He got an entire brand new outfield after the injury, you know, of, of, you know, <clears throat> so after, so after losing, after losing the Cunha, he basically got, got a brand new outfield, man. Bring back Adam Duvall from Miami. You bring in, you trade in Panda Sandoval for Eddie Rosario, which is crazy. Incredible, incredible pick, incredible way of move to make Rosario, man. Rosario came the fuck through. And Rosario, Crazy. Jorge Soler, the in the World Series MVP. You pretty much traded, traded, you know, back back, you know, in August for the two, the the in the LCS and the World Series MVPs. All, all of those series, all of those four trades, man. And, and, and not to mention the intangibles that Doc Peterson brought over. So with the pearls on it. Oh yeah, man. So if anybody we could definitely, you know, give props to for, for this run, man. Give 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 AA needs to exactly you know be the be the next in the world. Needs to be an executive. So this guy's crazy. <laughs> so I just gotta say <laughs> exactly what he wrote saying yeah, I, w- I wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> Somebody get this man tea, bro. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the first rounders. Man, it's just the beginning of the show, too, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm only my first. I'm only on my uh, third or fourth beer, so get ready, guy. Shit. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs>
But yeah, it's crazy how like when the Braves won it, like full sand land, it's about about time. I'm like, well, damn hell, we won a championship. Shit. I mean, Cleveland, um, when they when the Cavaliers won, it took them probably like 50 years. Man. It took them a long time. Yeah. It took them a long ass time. Yeah. I mean, I feel like for this way, it's just again, everybody's you know, everybody's gonna go against uh it is it is a Georgia thing that you know to be at the closest peak to the top level of, of, of every sport. You know, and it, it's kind of expected now from a, a, a Georgia fan. Like, damn, are we really going to get it? Like y'all was explaining in the beginning of the podcast. Like, did we really get this? Like, that's that. I was joking, but that's PTSD for you, for y'all fans, man. Like, you know, that's like that's because y'all went to the top of the top and y'all lost it. You know what I'm saying? And then that's because they was three one a couple years ago and they lost it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was or a year ago and they lost it. You know, it's like it's just. UGA was almost there, and then he lost it. You know, I can always bring up the Falcons, but you know, it's just again, that's the way that beat down happened, man. You oh, just get no, 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 no! Don't bring <laughs> up the fucking Dirty Birds, man. <laughs> bro, no, no. It's, it's extra, it's an extra. Just like it was an extra um, just for Georgia folks, period. Especially in Atlanta to see this happen, like oh my god, like you know, it's. It's, it's hitting them in the moment, man. It's going to really go go through tomorrow when the parade happens, but it's just hitting them in that moment. And folks are kind of like, you know, trying to vet them for what they really are. And then the, But the Braves are who they are for real. They've been like that for years. So now it's finally time they're showing up and shining out now. Definitely, definitely. Me, what you got, man? I, I, see, you, I see, you, see you pondering over there, Professor. No, I, I think... Uh, Young Cliff made a good point about the national media and like, oh, and it was talked about too, how, you know, Fox Sports and Fox, they're not really giving the credit where it's due. Any other time they're killing Atlanta when it comes to the fans, when it comes to support, mm-hmm. when it comes to us not showing up, or if we have two empty seats, oh, we don't support, or we're not a sports city. Exactly. If you looked at the battery the last shit, the last month, especially the last two weeks, especially this last week, We've shown we're a sports city, like people support a good product and that's in every city. Like it doesn't matter yeah. if it's New York, Philadelphia, Atlanta, like Chicago, it doesn't matter. If the product is good, people will support it. So man, I, I'm just really proud of the city, how they came out and just supported. And man, the battery was on fire when they won. I was yeah. like, who was the DJ? I said, that <laughs> sounded like legends. Yeah, DJ Bro, <laughs> even when we were there, yeah, because I yeah I did show you that video when when I was there when we beat the beat the Dodgers, right? So yeah, it was just it, it was just an incredible scene, man. And that was just you know the, N- the NLCS. I could only imagine what it was like, you know, for for those three World Series games, man. And, and again, go, going back to your point, me, yeah, nobody, or at least it was it was only just a little blurb. When, when folks were showing, when we were beating down the Dodgers in their home, when niggas were leaving after the fifth inning. <laughs> LA fans were leaving. We were beating them down, you know, in that game, game four. But like I said, but let that happen. Let that happen to the Braves, boy. That would have been the national story. So, but, but again, man, but that's exactly why we're here, you know, talking with this good mad cash and just let y'all know, man, that no matter, no matter what, and, and word to, word to three, 3K, man, that the South got something to say. Yes, indeed. Yes, we do. Hey, man, I just want to let y'all know this is we got a special guest on Dr. Old Ass Demetrius, man. 
the homeboy from good old Georgia Southern man. Then he then came up and got, and he's a doctor now. You know, he ain't making no house calls, but you know, if your kid want to go to wherever the fuck he is, I think he in Wisconsin somewhere up there with all the snow. But anyway. He's up there teaching folks and doing his thing, man. So we're just happy to have him on, happy to have a couple minutes of his time, man, because I know he got to grade some shit, give some motherfuckers some Fs, give some motherfuckers some Ds, tell them to take the class over again, all that shit, man. We're just here with Dr. Meat, man. We're just happy to have him on, man, for sure. Yes, yes. So go, go, go Braves, go Braves to chop on, bro. Chop on. We'll talk more about the Braves later on in the show. Um, right now, let's talk about. Yeah, okay, because we're gonna let y'all digest it like we. Yeah, we're gonna let y'all let that. We're gonna let y'all. We're gonna let that marinate for y'all. Oh yeah. What's going on this um next topic? The college football playoff rankings, new hires, and save your job Saturday. Oh, yeah. yeah, save my job Saturday. Yep. I save yeah. my job during the week, man. You know, I do my, I do what I need to do during the week. Yes, and yes. Then, man, when the weekend comes, I can just chill. Yep. But you know, these college football coaches, this is when they put the rubber to the road, and some of them boys about to put a lot of pink paper to the road because they about to get them pink slips, and they about to be gone. Yes, yes. Hold on. Where did Gary Patterson, Gary Patterson, and, my home, and the homeboy from, I just saw Akron just got fired, too. Yeah. Like, so. He had a shitty rate. He was like 3 and 23. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was time, man. That was, was time to happen. Oh, yeah. He, he definitely didn't do enough to, to save his job. Oh, no, he didn't. Yeah. But, but before um, we actually get into that, man, say so we, we're going to get into these rankings, man. Uh, y'all see what y'all say? Yeah, I'm going to uh, – just tell y'all like the top four teams, but before then, I'll just let y'all know that they're going um, I get to read on one hitters, but UJ thumped Florida 34 to 7 and clinched the SEC East. So, go dogs. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the I can't, I can't say anything bad about them this year, man. As much as I want to hate on them, I can't say anything about them. It's always go Gators for sure. <laughs> And UJ, like I said, the top four teams is like UJ, Bama, Michigan State, and Ohio State. Yeah. That was Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, my fault. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. State. Oh, yeah. yeah Ohio State, State is number five, about. but yeah. be honest, I'm not – I'm kind of America they had Cincy at number six. I thought they should be a little bit higher. All, all the disrespect. Yeah, and I – and Cincy. And, and Oregon to me is Bears? not – Oregon's not even that good either. Talking about the Bearcats should have been higher than six. Are you sure? You sure? Are you sure? Like I asked, like I asked the guy on the on the Facebook group. Are are you sure about what you're talking about? What you're stating out here in these streets? Sensi, Sensi should be what? What's this? What's this? uh, The Bearcats be if they if you don't want to be number six. Um. At least number four, I think. Lord have mercy. Oof, that's a that's a head scratcher there. That's a head scratcher. That is a head scratcher. It's a knee. It's a head scratcher and a knee slapper. 
That shit funny, cuz. That shit funny, cuz. They ain't gonna... Bruh. Bruh, you think Cincinnati gonna be up there with Georgia and, and Alabama? Close I mean, to them? Like, a little bit closer than they is right now? I mean, they don't know what else is. It's like, really, really, really like Georgia and Alabama, then it's like the, the rest and of these college teams, yeah. And then it's just anybody. Yeah, just anybody. Uh, I think the thing. Uh, I think the thing is the thing is. I think what surprised me most is Michigan State being at three. I think that's probably the most surprising result so far. Yeah. And I'll talk about them in a little bit. Now they again. I'm, I'm not hitting what what Mel Tucker's done. I think Mel Tucker has definitely the proof is in the pudding. Mel Tucker has has been doing a damn good job in East Lansing right now, and they. That, that win against Michigan was was pretty big, especially the comeback and everything. They, like I said, they have a team. They have a team on them, but I, mm-hmm. I would have at least waited to see exactly what they what they were until after November's in it because they still they haven't played Ohio State yet. They haven't played mm-hmm. Penn State yet. They're mm-hmm. really actually going to get into the meat of their of their you know Big Ten schedule now. We're going to really see exactly. Exactly who Michigan State is, but again, I'm I'm not going to get too you know out of sorts about the first playoff ranking so far because I think everything is going to eventually, eventually work itself around. Mm-hmm. I was again, a little surprised that I, I know Oregon beat them beat them earlier. I think that's the only reason why Oregon is actually still ahead of Ohio State, but I think Oregon has lost to more suspect teams this year than Ohio State. So. Oregon's not that good. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't expect Oregon to be a top four team, but again, I'm not going to get too bit out of shape about about these first rankings, man. It's they they look a little crazy now. In no. fact, I don't even think I would put Bama at number two, man. But I can't say too much. Again, I can't I can't protest a lot about anything I've seen so far, man. No, nothing too egregious, except for maybe like I said, if if, if you want to switch places with Cincinnati and Oregon. I, I I probably wouldn't I probably wouldn't hate that either, man. But mm. it, it's just it's just the first rankings and and, uh, and it'll sort itself out after December. Hey, we, have, we have a month. Hey Reggie. Hey Reggie. It looks like hey, it looks like old ass meat want to say something about them dogs, man. He want to rant about them dogs, man. He look he, he just holding on over there, man. What you got, meat? I just you know I'm for those who don't know I'm a dogs fan. Uh, yes, he is. I just don't know what Kirby Smart has against JT Daniels, but he got to let it go. Because in order for us, in order for Georgia to win it all, we're going to need JT Daniels. I absolutely agree with that. Hey, that man. He's, he's, he's claiming he's hurt, but it's a, it's a crazy situation, though, me. It's a crazy situation because it's like, I really thought he would have at least got back weeks ago. He should be back, but it's just, I don't know what it is, man. I just think, like, Stetson's doing this. He's doing great. Well, he's not going to be doing great. He's doing okay. He's holding the ship down, but the defense is just so amazing that mm-hmm. shit, you can put you can put an average uh, college quarterback back there, and he's going to do fine behind that defense. I just and think Carson Beck, Carson Beck could probably win a lot of games behind that defense, bro. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. And I just think in order for us to beat – it's just going to come down to Alabama. In order for us mm-hmm. to – but we don't need JT Daniels, and that's all it is. I agree. I've heard that before I just, too. I agree. Yeah. I just don't want Kirby to mess this up because we we got a nice little Braves one. 
We can get the dogs doing like don't mess this up, Kirby. I don't know what you want. Let let whatever it is go. We need JT Daniels. I definitely agree on that. Like I said, it just I don't know. It just seems like he's just fragile. I don't. He's like injury prone and should have saw that coming when he transferred from USC and he had towed ACL or something. Should have known then he was a little fragile. I mean, yeah, he has a little injury history, yeah. history behind him. That, no. was, that was definitely one of the big concerns, though. But even though I was about to, I was about to bring up the Clemson game, but uh, he didn't score against Clemson. But I think that again, I think he does have a better ceiling than Stetson Bennett, no doubt. Stetson's doing this, doing this thing, and Stetson's not messing up. But at the same time, I me, mean, I think this goes back to Kirby's mindset from jump, man. I think him. Being a defensive-minded coach, he always wants to have the safest option. That's just how you know a, a, a lot of guys who are defensive coordinators just just want to do it, man. They they don't have that mentality of okay, we want to go all gas, no breaks when it comes to the offense because because y'all clearly see it in the defense. Y'all clearly see exactly what Kirby, his specialty is. His defense is exactly showing you exactly who he is. But I, one of the reasons why I chose Georgia to win the national championship this year was the fact that if they could just put together any type of, you know, regular offensive consistency and just, you know, you don't have to run Oklahoma-style offense to, to win at Georgia. But if he could just put together some sort of, you know, consistent playmaking, man, just um, don't have a three yards in a cloud of dust and, and don't have some, you know, we're just going to dig, dig, dug the field, man. If you could, like, hit some shot plays, like, once once or twice a half, just so that to keep the defense honest, man, then then, then you should be going 15-0 this season, man. Because, you know, Jordan has the recruiting down. They have the talent. They have the recruiting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just they, have to keep, they just have to, you know, get and they, and it's they the have quarterback offense. It's the quarterbacks, man. Kirby, Kirby don't know how to use the quarterbacks to do it. Like I said, that how can you have somebody like, like a Karis Jackson who who's a, a straight, you know, the beast of a wide receiver and not tell the dude, you know, hey, nine route, nine route. We're gonna design a play, just beat the guy. <laughs> Beat the guy in front of you, man. If the corner tries to press, make him pay, and we'll find you the ball down the field. Yeah, but like you were saying, man, Kirby does not have a good track record with quarterbacks at all. Like nah. the Jake from Justin Fields debacle. Like what what happened there? Like what are we doing? So that's why I don't trust his judgment when it when it comes to quarterbacks. Hey. When it comes to defense, do your thing, but quarterback, man, it's, hey. it's, it hasn't worked out for him. Damn, um, Jacob Eason, hell, he was on, he was, him too, yep. like, and he got some good ones, he got some good backups now, um, the guy that went from, who, um, who went to Prince Avenue, um, um, Brock Vandergriff, yep. yeah, he, he's pretty, he was pretty straight. Yeah, five, yeah, like I said, yeah. five-star quarterbacks, and he got another five-star, you know, committed to him now, like Demetrius said, how can he still, you know, have him committed when his track record has shown that He's not going to trust them, you know, to actually cook the way that they probably could, you know, if they were in any other offense around the country. Yeah, I think they do. What's the name? Um, Donna Stockman from uh, mm-hmm. up in Raven County. Um, his coach on was on uh, Jay Bull Shaw. 
easily at Georgia Southern. Southern, oh man. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, I didn't know Jay Bob was coaching up there, man. Yeah, he up, yeah, he up in the mountains, man. Okay, man. Shout out, Jaybo. Yeah. Shout out, Jaybo Sean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the good Eagle. Shout out to our, uh, our buddy Marcus, man. He's up in the mountains too, man. Oh yeah. Fucking around, fucking around, and falling and shit. But anyway, <laughs> hey, there, um, young meat. Cause I'm gonna call you young meat, man. Cause we about the same age, bro. So it's all good, man. Hey, man. <laughs> So, you know, we've been doing this beautiful podcast for a couple of weeks now. And I know that you and the real Reggie was on another podcast. And y'all been doing that for a couple of weeks. So I just want to ask, man, you've been listening to our podcast, man. How, how how do you like it, man? How do you like it? I'm I'm a I'm a sports junkie like like y'all. So I love the conversations like sitting in the room talking to my homeboys about, you know, college football, talking about basketball, like so I love it. I think um it's like I think that's what we try to do with Armbar, the Armbar Chronicles. It's like sitting around the table talking mad cash shit about wrestling. Like we don't want to hear the cutter like ESPN. Oh, this player is no, that nigga suck. Like, I want to hear, like, what, what we talking about? Like, we ain't trying to listen to Adam Schefter no more because that motherfucker be lying, man. He's in there with the rest of them. But we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about them motherfuckers later. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah, I'm definitely a fan, y'all, man. I love, I love wrestling. I love wrestling too, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm loving the Armbar Chronicles. And like, that's all I'm saying. On bar, baby. I'm just, I'm just missing y'all, man. <laughs> Yeah, we we trying to we trying to get we man, especially after these latest cuts by WWE, man. Oh man, they need this, we need to. We trying to we trying to get a show this weekend, man. So oh hopefully. yeah, I haven't seen the bad signal, bro. I haven't seen that bad signal out. I haven't seen that bad signal out, man. I'm like, dude, Ben has to get back together somehow, some way. Ben has to get back together with this one, y'all. That's man. Ooh. I mean, I'm getting back. In, I'm getting back into the swing of things of, of, of watching wrestling again, man. So. It's definitely an interesting journey, indeed. The way whatever it's going, like it's it's in a whole different area, man. So I'm looking forward to you guys um, expounding on it. Definitely. Oh yeah. Do do yeah, do it the way do it the way only the on bar can, man. We yeah. like me said, man. We, we we definitely working working towards a comeback, man. Just yeah. man, just wait on just wait on them, man. We 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 definitely got y'all, man. We definitely ain't gonna be saying anything that. That ain't gonna come true, man. But we, yes. we got y'all, man. Good listeners, man. We, we got y'all too, man. So we, we, def- we definitely gonna bring it though, man. We always gonna come correct. But hey, and me got another question for you, man. What got what got you into watching wrestling? Yeah, man. So I started watching wrestling um, probably around the same time. I became a Braves fan, honestly. Like watching TBS, WCW. Saturday morning, Saturday nights, um, just getting into it. My dad actually put me on. You know, I could I didn't become a Dodgers fan like him, but I got into wrestling like him. Um, so we just sit around and watch wrestling. Um, we would watch. And then when the Monday Night Wars came, man, that shit was lit. So we was watching every Monday night, me and my pop. So um, until, it, until it got more crazy, and I was like, all right. Uh, my dad was like, nah, you can't watch this. Watch this part. But I was still watching. 
But no, my dad put me on. I started watching, man, WCW, uh, you know, Sting, uh, man, all those guys, man. Then I tra- I became like a WWE guy, WWF at the time guy. And Bray was my guy, man. Bray Hart was my guy. Um, so, yeah, man, started watching back then. Became a huge fan. I was I was WWF out like everything. Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan. Back before I knew Ultimate Warrior was God rest his soul, but he was a trash wrestler. Uh, so, but yeah, man, um, became a huge fan, man. So I, I love it, and then I picked it back up. So I started back watching wrestling around like grad school time, and then I found out like uh, Reggie was on it, and then found out. When- Nigga Smuff was on it, so I was like, "Shit, Smuff. my nigga Smuff." So we started watching. We started talking about wrestling all the time. We was like, "Shit, we might as well do a podcast." So I think what was that like 2016? Yep. We did our first episode after WrestleMania. WrestleMania 30? I can't remember. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because I remember because we did that Homecoming because that was the first one we actually first and last one that we actually did with microphone. Boys, boys, was uh. Uh, podcasting live from the Alpha House of uh, George Hogan. Motherfuckers. Motherfuckers ain't shit. <laughs> That's so stupid, man. But, but, but yeah, man, that was... Again, that's that's the perfect... That is the perfect story that, that me told, man. It was like, you know, just like how the... How, you know, the first rounders came about, man. Like I said, just a few dudes... Who just good friends getting together? We're like, shoot, man, we talk about this all the time here. Might as well put our, you know, thoughts and words to the interwebs and see how see how it goes. And yeah, man, just, uh, just nothing, no good outlet for yeah. got for expression. Like I said, it's definitely always been one of the highlights whenever we recorded because I always love to hear, you know, Demetrius's and and you know, Young Smuff's takes on, on wrestling. Like I said, that they can have. We could have you know some similar views of some things, but at the same time, they could bring up some views or they could bring ideas that I might not, you know, know have been you know second second thinking some things, you know. Not second guessing though, but at least looking at you know different angles, certain way than I did before, man. Like I said, it, it, it's, it's definitely you know a, a good back and forth, you know, between us and something again. Like I said, it's that I really really enjoy you know doing it and hate that. We we had it, you know, just go by the wayside the way we have so far. But again, that's just life for you, though, man. Life, life be life, and it be taking you in directions that that you had no idea that you're going to go in. Like you said, man. But things are settling down, so hopefully, for too long, man. We'll definitely, we'll, we'll definitely, you know, we'll definitely feed the streets, man, and and, and keep the thing going. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yes. buddy. Yo, on our chronicles, y'all, we got two of the uh, young men from the podcast of On Bar Chronicles on right now, man. Our, our man, Young Clifton, the real Reggie, and our special guest, Professor Smith. Yeah, buddy. Oh, yeah, B, yeah. B, what's up? What's up next, man? Because yeah. I'm really, I'm really trying to get to some. <laughs> Some white on white. I mean, I mean, see, you know, I'm trying see, to get to something. See, I'm not sure. Well, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, Teresa. I, I know you ready. I know Woo! you ready to bounce, bro. I know you ready to bounce, man. But, 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 but before we do, man, we before we do, man, because, 
because oh, not, not the picks, man. Not the picks, man. We actually got to talk about folks who've actually saved their job, man. Because you know, this is a save your job oh, Saturday yeah. segment. Yeah, not yes. just not just Wait, save your job. Man. This is save your job man. Saturday. Yo, I've been saving my man. job every week, bro. Job every week, not fucking with these O's out here in uh, New Mexico. Anyway, uh, y'all go ahead, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all take it away. Y'all take it away. All right. So the red hot Miami Hurricanes with the upset over Pitt, they must really, really, really like Manny Diaz. They got to, bro. They got to like this <laughs> guy, man. Not no red hot boy. Hey, One bro. goddamn game, dog. Man. No, they not red hot, bro. That's, thing, that's, that's two. That's what makes it crazy. Yeah. It be two ranked opponents back to back. It's like, yeah. hmm? That's crazy. My, my grandma puts that Texas Pete on every damn thing, but they ain't that hot though. That's for sure. <laughs> oh shit! But, but I do, I do agree with that though, man. Like I said, I mean, I mean, I, mean, I, think I, I like that too. I don't know. <laughs> that is, that was actually pretty good, team, man. That, that was, was kind of fire, real. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but 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 again, like I said, man, you have to, you have to give them credit, man. Miami has a little streak going on, man. Like I said, they they might have found something in there in their freshman quarterback, man. They he's a whole lot better than than I thought he was. But I tell you, what's actually happening? Manny Diaz is finally playing some young talent that he actually got from his last two classes, which which were helped buoyed by COVID. He's like, you know what? I actually got to you know keep some good Miami kids home. I might as well use it. So he pretty much, again, their backs against the wall. De'Ara King has been hurt since the Alabama game. You have to do something, especially when your AD in not so sort of terms has pretty much said that that you're all, you've been on the clock all all year. So you have no, you have absolutely no margin of error the rest of the year. So you have to show and prove. Or put your house on the market by, by the time by the time Thanksgiving comes around, and I don't know about y'all, man, but the, but I think that'll suck that you have to you know be fired, have to move your family, and at the beginning of the holidays. So yes, they, they're making something. They're making something shake, and it seems like Manny Diaz knows the assignment. Oh yeah, I agree on that. And um, know who probably the job is definitely about to be going eventually gonna have to they gonna have to um the Florida Gators gonna have to like reevaluate Dan Muller as a head coach. Woo! Yeah. He said I don't know. I'm sorry to say this to you, but he just he just seems like he's only good I mean, when there's when he has a QB. Sorry. Just um, speak the facts, brother, because it's real. It is real. It is yeah. so real because I was talking to my dad last night, man. This damn two quarterback system shit ain't working, bro. We need one quarterback that's gonna get all the reps in with the damn number one receivers, all the all the reps in with everybody that's number one, dog. Because switching motherfuckers on at halftime in the at the end of the first half, begins. No, we need a quarterback that's gonna be in there the whole time, bro. Cause switching off is is just not working, dog. It's not working. It's not working. So they need somebody that's gonna be in there the whole game. Unless he get injured, we need somebody that's gonna be in there the whole game, man. Switching off just because motherfucker ain't doing good 
it don't mean he ain't gonna do good in the in the second half. You gotta make halftime adjustments. So we need a quarterback that's gonna be in the whole the whole game, man. So yeah, like I like I said, man. Me and my dad was talking about that craziness last night, man. But yeah, we we need somebody that's gonna be in uh and, and rock with it, man, for sure. So we can bust bust them dogs up next season, man. Bust them up. I, I enjoy this conversation because I like hearing about Florida uh, doing bad life. So uh, that makes me feel happy inside. So yeah, mm-hmm. whatever whatever we're discussing right That's now. That's why I wish a, a horrible, a horrible <laughs> on your ass. So twelve feet, twelve feet of snow. Not no, not no one foot six inches. Twelve feet of snow. They're they're Doc Smith. Twelve feet. Damn, man. Hey, I know, right? But, but hold on, that man, hold on, that man was introducing this man, saying we're happy for you to be on, and now you're talking about he, he wishes him nothing more than 12 foot of yeah. snow. Yeah, for sure. A, for sure. Yeah. He gonna need he gonna need a warmer Atlanta Braves jersey than he got on right now. That's the show. <laughs> he gonna need a thick one. He's gonna need a long sleeve Atlanta Brave jersey and Dang. the hoodie and all that. I hope you order some shit, bro. Hope you order some uh, shit. A braze, a braze bubble coat. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, man. Hey, yeah, put yeah. them butters on too. Don't forget up, the butters. Don't forget the butters. <laughs> Call that a park. Yeah, I need to park up there, man. When I think with that fur top. Fur yeah, top. I got one. I got a oh, park. Yeah. You gotta have man. one up here. Them thing, them thing, them things are them things are legit too. They will keep you warm. Not mm-hmm. that you need to be out there. I heard, I heard like y'all Wisconsin weather is serious when it gets cold. So. They ain't with them like that, cause that's that's it's hard up there. <laughs> yeah. but but I, honestly, guys, what's even worse than with the Mullen? I think Mullen has actually done more to hurt his job status, not just on Saturday, but that Monday press conference afterwards. I mean, that probably hurt him more than, than anything that happened on Saturday, cause again, you can't find any realistic. Florida fans that, that, that they thought they had a chance on on this past Saturday at the cocktail party. I think the thing that actually hurt, it keeps hurting him the most, is the fact that this man is. I'm I'm sorry, guys. Actually, I'm not sorry. Like three said, man, we, we definitely give it to you unfiltered, unfiltered man. But this dude keeps showing you every time he opens his mouth at a press conference why he was at Mississippi State for the past nine seasons before getting the Florida job. And the only reason now we've seen that he got this job was because his AD, his boss, Scott Strickland, was the same AD at Mississippi State. I mean, guys, don't forget, this is the guy who lost to Willie Taggart for the Oregon job. That just shows you, man, this, this dude this dude does not get people. He doesn't know people. And for you to actually get, get on stage in front of folks on the national venue and say that recruiting does not matter during the season, if that was an AD, you would be fired then. Recruiting is the absolute lifeblood of, I guess that's why they have a solid recruiting class and he's not known as a recruiter. That's probably one of the reasons why Florida isn't close to, to touching Georgia right now. They get good players. They get very good players, but they don't get the elite of their positions yet. All because this man refuses to adjust w- w- what he's doing with his program. I think his DC has to get fired at, at, at the end of at the end of the year. And you might have to also make a lot more changes, not just to him. So, again, he – I think he's a good offensive coordinator. He's a good offensive mind. 
I think he's somebody who knows how to get the most out of his offensive players. But we just have to remember that Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts were holdovers from Jim Malcolm He's actually yet to win big with any of the, his any of his recruits, and he's been there four seasons. So it's that's actually good, time. That's point, Reggie. For real, that's a good that's point. Them two players right there. Like after that, what do you got? What what have you done for me lately? Right? It's like okay, what's going on? And they haven't done anything. Like they just haven't really evolved. They stay, you know, they just stay stagnant, and they ain't gonna never do anything that's gonna get out of the um, out of their zone unless they. Change it up at the uh, coaching position. Like that's that's what it feels like it needs to happen. And they, because they got to stay relevant. This is this is like this is Gators, right? This is Florida Gators. Like they have to be relevant still. They don't want to lose that that image. So you know, then they want to make something straight. They can't just continue. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it. Yeah, we talked about it in, in you know a couple of pods ago back when we had Brian. Or we talked about the state of college football and the state you know, of Florida and and college football down there. And it's still crazy. Like you said, Florida is just one of those jobs where, you know, you you can get the right coach and you can actually start winning there yesterday. Mm-hmm. But if you yeah. have somebody and, and it's it's one of those jobs where it proves that pressure busts pipes or either or the crazy diamonds. And with Dan Mullen, he's clearly not cut for this this type of life. Yeah, I agree. I think he could be a good coordinator in the NFL. Or, or, or maybe he needs to take, you know, another lower level job or pull a Dana Hogerson and like go to, you know, somewhere like Houston after West Virginia, man. But clearly, I, I think, in fact, I, I wasn't that high on Dan Mullen when he initially got hired by Florida. I thought he was a safe pick. Again, I really don't think he would have got the job had Scott Strickland not became their AD. Mm-hmm. And I think that's getting proved more and more. But again, pressure's. Precious bursting pipes. And as y'all see, after he made those comments, Florida put all of his media appearances except for the SEC mandated one. Damage the trolls, they say. Yep. I was saying, they, they said they don't want they don't want they don't want them, they don't want this man to continue to make them look like a fool on national television. Right. So you can tell that's that's step one right there. You know what I'm saying? Like they're doing stuff like that. It's time to go ahead and do that chomp. Cut them out. So, yeah, that's that's going to be an interesting one to continue to look at. Most definitely, look at, look at the rest of the season, yep. no doubt. Yep, and um, and what they could do, they might can um, if if it wasn't if he's gone, man, they might get um, the University of Texas San Antonio coach because their team is undefeated right now. So, <laughs> you yeah, yeah. road runners, yep. yeah. That could be that could be that could be something for real. Like they're going to have yep. to look at they. They have, figure, they have to figure something out, though, you know. So, as oh, to yeah. you know, it's about the 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 shift is going to happen as regardless. So, you know, yeah. it's going to see going to be the team that's going to happen next um next uh school year. It always becomes a new team, Cincinnati this year, right? So, it's like it's always going to be a team that 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 tie is going to rise up again. So, might be Florida. You never know. Yeah, I know one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's hope not. I, I need Florida to keep, to keep, keep, you know, to keep the standard me- mediocre till at least Florida State gets their shit together. That's exactly what I need right now, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I need right now, bro. It's like, like, yeah, continue yeah. roll with Dan Muller. Continue roll with Dan Muller, man. Yeah, keep on. This. You need to stay like trash, man. Okay. <laughs> oh, crazy. I do, one, I do know one thing. Like, I know that nobody can't um, hire 
Clay Hilton because Jordan Southern picked them up. Woo! So, oh, man. Yeah. so mm. what y'all think about that? About that hire? Man, my face dropped to the floor when I saw that. I'm like, wait, what? Like, what the fuck? Didn't expect that. I did hey, not expect oh, that. Didn't expect that one. Oh, and it was like I was seeing like uh, words that they are in negotiations, and I'm like, wait, huh? What? And then the official news came in, like, holy shit! Like, you know, like this is some game changing stuff right here, man. It's like a I, you know, I don't want to put the put it next to the to the legend, but like how people are saying this, you know, this is Eric Russell type of deal right here, man. Like, did y'all see his contract, Ronaldo? By any chance? I didn't see it. What was it? I think uh, it's like, I think it's like four, yeah, four, no, five years, five eight hundred k a year. Yeah. So almost a million, man. So now we pay. So now look like we paying dudes now. It's like see, okay, we were talking trash about the AD. Like, look, what you need to do, man? Like y'all. You, Getting these boo boo ass, you know what I'm saying? You're getting the coaches, but you're not paying them nothing, not paying them they worth, and then they're going to leave for a better job. Like, you need to make something happen. They got that field out there, they made that stadium happen. You know, that, that stadium looked like expensive as shit. So, you know, it did, they redid that stadium like a mug. They need to have their return and investment, right? So, I feel like he made a big ass splash with this, man. This is some, this is a national, you know what I'm saying, known coach. And he's going to pull in national recruits. So, I'm like, oh shit. So it, it could be some big thing probably when this thing going on, man. To me, I, I, I honestly got I never understood the hate he really got at USC because he was, was thirty six. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Like I said, you, you USC thinks they're too good for yeah. for hope for a whole lot of people. And the University you, of Sport Children. You you have fans actually saying with straight faces, we should try to go hire Pete Carroll again. But that Pete Carroll. Was not is he's not going to be the guy that he was twenty years ago. So no. anybody who's trying to relive those days will be will, will be sorely disappointed. I mean, I, I I don't know I don't know what y'all guys got to say about him, man. But I'm gonna just say I'm I'm gonna try not to you know at least you know overreact because it's easy you know to you know come assume a lot of things since he is coming from the coming from, you know, the P5, but I'll just definitely get some things out of the way. Some people might see it as a red red flag. You know, he's got fired for Southern Cal, but again, Southern Cal is a song, you know, very, very weird circumstance. So I, whatever happened to Southern Cal, you know, it, 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 it could stay at Southern Cal, but at the same time, just like Ronaldo with points, man, this is a guy who's been on the national stage. He's going to be the only coach in the Sun Belt that's one of New Year's Six Bowl. So he's so he has that profile. Again, he's a he's somebody who's still recognizable. He can we know we know he's not going to be running the option. So that's going to actually I know Brent is real happy about that. So so the option is no longer you know going to be it's going to be you know the main form of offense for 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 Southern. Now he's again he's somebody who who still built. Uh, a pretty good program at a at, at a named school, man. If he can just correct some of the things that went wrong at Southern Cal and still, and still, you know, and still, and still uh, apply them to this new job, because that's one thing I will say. He's going to be hungry. I think Clay's going to be hungry to reinvigorate his career and prove that what happened at Southern Cal was a fluke. And even though that we are paying them eight hundred thousand, that's that's almost a meal. I'm I'm glad that you know we are not we're making it worthwhile for somebody like Clay Hilton to come to this job. 
And even if, even at that, he's probably still not, after his contract's up, he's going to go to the P5 if he doesn't get enough job here, though. But that's all right, though. If he can, in those five years, if we could go undefeated against Georgia State, undefeated or one loss, not hell, undefeated against App State, probably sneaking to uh, New Year's Six, pull a Memphis or pull a Cincinnati, sneaking to a Memphis Bowl, sneaking to, you know, a New Year's Six Bowl somewhere. Pretty much, like I said, become, you know, the next App State or or Louisiana of, of this conference, man. I say, if we could do that, then I think those five years would be very, very much worth it. So, are you, really, are you really on here talking about App State? You really out here mentioning App State when all of us done went to Georgia Southern and it's been like hey. F App State for the last. Oh, Lord. It absolutely Don't want them to win and, and tiddly winks right now. Oh no! Like I like I said, if we can go to fear together, so that's what I'm saying. But the thing is, you have to admit, App State's further along as the program that we are in the P5. Found some good ass players, man. Good ass players. App State actually found some consistency, and it's actually, still, you know, found still F App State. And that's what that, and that's what I want now, man. Now, you know, what I'm saying to me, this is just me, in my humble opinion, like. Georgia Southern games got boring as shit. Like I don't want, I, I be wanting to go there. I be wanting to go watching it, but I like. Like they haven't been putting on no pizzazz, nothing like that. It's far more interesting watching anymore. Like it's, I'm going, to, I'm going there out of my dedication to my school. But you know, now this could be a little bit of a different change of pace. You know, getting a getting a quarterback that's going to play in the quarterback system. You know, like kind of make some make something pop and make me like actually be interested in seeing our boys play again. And that game where we lost the homecoming against Georgia State kind of put the nail in the coffin for me, man. Like, damn, we need to really change it up because I'm tired of losing to Georgia State. And they just consistently, every time they win, they consistently take over the, the title of GSU. And, like, I can't it gets to where I can't even argue. Like, yeah, we the real GSU. Like, how, nigga? Like, I can't even tell them no more because, you know what I'm saying? If they ain't no game legends of how we used to be in the past, I can't bring that no more. And the schools are not winning no more. So, I'm like, damn, we used to have that. We used to have them top of them. So, I mean, that's just, yeah, I'm hoping Clay can, can come in and change it up a little bit and, and you know, put us on put us on TV for a little bit and make, you know, make some noise. Yeah, yeah Brandon. So, uh, so I, I think, man, what after have to admit, man, Jared Binko might know the assignment. He might do for real. Jared might Binko do. might know this. Man, you might have to apologize to this man, B. You might have to apologize after next year. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. Don't really? apologize yeah. to no fucking body. So. Except for your wife and your kid, fuck, fuck these other motherfuckers. <laughs> this guy, <laughs> y'all were better you, for some long. You, you got anything to add? Add me? Anybody yeah. else? Or, me? Or, no, nah, man. I think um, what Ronaldo said was was accurate. Like, man, when I first heard the news, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, came out of nowhere. <laughs> like, um, but I think nowhere. he's in a good position to really make an impact. And I think he. he did a good job by going with Georgia Southern because if you go mm-hmm. in, make an impact, turn this around, take us to a bowl game, like people in Statesboro will be, you know, ecstatic by that. And I think he has a better opportunity to go in and make a, an initial change, an immediate change at Georgia Southern than he would at, you know, I think at another institution. I, um, I agree. I, so I think he can, he can come in, make immediate impact, make some changes to the offense, definitely. And I think he can have a better chance of making an impact. And then once you get Georgia Southern people on your side, they're going to ride with you, man. Definitely. Yeah. Not only that, and also, I think 
him coming here, uh, and again, he could have done it at a better time because of the transfer portal, because he can use the portal to completely, you know, because I, I think that even though right now, I, last time I checked, there's only two recruits committed to Georgia Southern's 2022 class, but I think that I think he is, he's going to have time to build that class. But what he's going to do, especially since we're going to be moving to new a new offensive and defensive system, he can immediately go to the portal and just like we did, you know, catch them for the P five. There's going to be a whole lot of kids, you know, basically falling from the P five down to lower levels, man. I just hope that you know he's there. He, he, he's going to be there, you know, like like Jock Peterson was, man, and just catch the boys as soon as, you know, they – as soon as they come down, so. Yeah. You think like uh, think Spencer Rattler's going to come go to uh, transfer to Jordan Southern? As – you know what? I, I, don't want Spencer, I don't want Spencer Rattler at Jordan Southern either. Oh, either. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm – no. Like, no, man, I, I can't do it, man. Dog, I told you, dog. The boy named Rappler, he need to go to, well, he need to go to FAMU, dog. He'll be straight. <laughs> he'll be, he'll be, be able to market because FAMU just got done being on ESPN, even though, even though, you know, y'all know how you watching the game and you're looking at the bottom of the screen and right above where they're showing uh, uh, the headline news and shit, they show the score and they show the team name and they, sh- and they show the dog on um, the scoreboard. Like they, they show the time clock. So everything was good because I watched this on ESPN+. Plus. Everything was a graphic except for the time clock. The time clock was actually being recorded and shown on the graphic screen. So, yeah, they they really had FAMU out there looking rough against uh, against Grandma. But, I mean, the team didn't look rough against Grandma until they started fighting, which was like in the third or fourth quarter. They had a big-ass brawl on the field. Um but other than that, everything was everything was good, man. But yeah, that that junk that junk had me heated, man. Because like, how you got everything else a perfect graphic on the screen, but the time clock, you got to have a camera on that the whole rest of the second half. Like, come on, bro, come on, dog. Don't don't do us like that, man. We we try we trying to get the HBCUs on the main stage, which uh. Deion Sanders is doing a great job of putting Jackson State and whoever he plays on the main stage. But uh, but yeah, man. College, college football, we got a couple more weeks left, and it's about to get popping, son. Woo! Oh, I yeah. Ain't gonna be for the fate of heart. Can't motherfucking wait. Yeah, for the fate of heart, man. So gotta get into these. I get to these picks. Yeah, let's go on to these picks for week 10, man. Uh, the first one I got is Georgia Tech versus Miami. Will Miami win three straight after being two top 25 teams? Two, two um, top 25 teams? Nah. No. I got, <laughs> no. I, got, I got Georgia Tech because the youth is not back and they'll never be back. Damn it, man. I got to be like that, bro. 
I'm going with Miami. Yeah, I'm going with Miami too. I don't know, bro. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Honestly, that man, that's even the bridge too far from for, for me to even Yeah, it is. I mean, I got Miami by two. The state of Georgia on the road right now, so that's why I see hey, it. So. Hey, I would love to but, see it. I yeah. would love to see it. Like I, I can see what that means. Like, I guess you're going up the stream of the Georgia Power, right? Yeah, like, call, go ahead, call it Georgia Power or whatever. But, like, <laughs> I feel you on that, but nah, that's not going to happen, my guy. You can't do that. <laughs> can't uh, that. What do you say, yeah. Meek? Oh, definitely Miami. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, this this um homecoming for Hugh Freeze, man. Liberty, they playing number sixteen, Ole Miss, and I got I got Ole Miss. So. Yeah, I'm definitely got Ole Miss on. Definitely got Ole Miss. Why Liberty? Why would you pick Ole Miss? Why would you? Why would you pick any SEC team to be your goddamn homecoming? Like no, this can't be it. It's it. Liberty. It's in. It's in. Um, Ole Miss. Yeah, I was about to say, man. I know yeah. Ole Miss ain't going. To, ain't going to back to Virginia for that game, my heart, bro. My heart dropped when you said when you said the game. I was like, oh lord. Yeah, he been. Okay. Yeah, he been oh, home yeah. Ole Miss, man. Fuck Forget what I said. Ole Miss. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I I I definitely got Hugh Freeze's old team in this too, man. I mean, I he's he's built something good at Liberty, man. They've they beat a couple of you know power five teams, you know, since he's taken over as head coach, but nah, man. Nah, nah. <laughs> man, it's, it's a clean sweep, man. Going home miss. <laughs> All right. What about um no, number three, Michigan State versus Purdue? Um, I got um it's kind of interesting. I said um <sighs> I'm gonna say upset alert just because I don't know. I'm gonna just say Purdue because I don't know. I just think that yeah. Michigan State might might choke at number three. Mm. I mean, and they did, and Purdue. Is, I mean, no. that's high. I mean, yeah. that's high for a uh, Michigan State football team. Yeah, yeah. and I will say this: Purdue uh, did beat Iowa when that was number two, but I'm questioning if Iowa uh, should have been number two was, in the first place. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna go with Michigan State, man, but. Damn, them motherfuckers is ooh, that's high, boy. That's high for Michigan State football team for real. But I mean, it's a lot of other teams that's been uh that's been in the top twenty-five that I would have never thought would have made it to the top twenty-five. So, you know, and uh, and Coastal Carolina is one of them motherfuckers that I wouldn't have thought that would have made it to the top twenty-five. But they they in there, they they in there, so. Hopefully Michigan State pull it out, man. But I got Michigan State. Go Sparty. Man, Michigan, Michigan State y'all messed me up last week. Y'all know that, right? I was thinking Michigan was going to get Yeah, you told Michigan. Yes, you did. No, <laughs> so, Michigan State messed me all the way up. Like, and they can't, and then Michigan came out firing too. Like, oh shit, okay. Yeah, they did. Get that turnover and then just throwing it for 90 yards. Like, okay. And then shit, I turned it to the uh, end of the game. I'm like, wait a minute, what the hell? And then Michigan State pulled it out. And then look at them, like, in number three. So, all that to say, y'all, um, Michigan State going to get that win. This is this is an actual – this is actual, you know, very – I told you before the show, B, that 
I really like their college football picks. And this one I like actually the one I like the most because this is an actual very good upset pick because of the fact that it's on the road and it's right after an emotional victory over one of your biggest rivals. Mm. That down game, perhaps. Mm. Hey. I'm, I'm yeah. almost I'm almost tempted, but I think Michigan State pulls it out on, on the last second field goal. Yeah, it's yeah, going to be close, though. It's going to be real. Like, I think uh, it's going to be close. It's going to be like a whole lot say real, real close. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. I definitely, think, I definitely think Michigan State pulls it out, but it's going to be a lot closer than, than folks, or at least, you know, regular college football fans probably think it's going to be. I'm going with uh, Michigan State. I think they're going to have – they might have a chip on their shoulder also because, like, people questioning their ranking, people questioning if they should be what well, some people are, if they should be as high as they are. Um, the it's their respect thing. So I think they may use this as, like, a statement game. So we'll see, man. Mm, they might they might turn out to be the, um, the, the new um, Notre Dame. Let's hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know why. Like I said, I, I, yeah, I, I actually like Mel Tucker, <laughs> which was successful one man. You like Mel Tucker, but the people in um, Boulder don't like him. In Boulder, Colorado, don't like Mel. Oh, no, nah, they don't. I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. But that's just yeah. like, but he's like, he's like the he's like Brian Van Gorder of um of Georgia Southern. <laughs> and they do not like his ass. But he actually, but he actually did something though. But he did actually do something. Yeah, yeah he actually do. He actually did something in Colorado. That's why it's like we we were actually on the way, but yeah. he just left after Michigan State said, you know, we want to pay this good five million to come to come get us right after Mark D'Antonio. So, yeah. yeah. All right, the next pick I got is Miss um, Number Seventeen, Michigan State versus versus Arkansas. I got um, I actually got Arkansas winning because. Like before, like um, before, like when they got manhandled by, by Georgia, our Kansas was pretty good. So I think I'm gonna, I say I'm gonna say they're gonna win this game. So and, you said Mississippi State versus Arkansas. Yeah, Mississippi State. Oh Lord, man! Oh Lord! Oh Lord! Oh Lord! Oh Lord! I'm gonna go with Arkansas. Roll with Mississippi State. I think Mike Lee keeps it going, man. I don't know what. As much as I would like to choose Arkansas, man, I think this is one of the unfortunate things about you know when when success comes to, comes at you fast and when folks are like pump you up, saying that you are like a top ten team and that yeah you you this you are that, and then you place then you play Georgia, you get humbled. That could either break you or or just you know, or you have, or make you know go back to the lab to get better, man. And Arkansas hasn't been right since they fa- since they faced Georgia <laughs> immediately. So I don't know, man. I hope they can get it together, man. But I'm I'm not convinced, man. I, I got the fighting Mike Leaches in this one myself. Like I said, Mike Leach is on the roll, so I'm I'm, I'm keeping. I think he keeps it going to Fayetteville. I'm 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 with I'm a roll with Mississippi State on this one, man. How about um? Have you made your pick yet, Renato? Yeah, I said Mississippi State. Oh, that's right. All right. Uh, how about um number nine, Wake Forest versus U on uh, UNC? Man, I got 
And I got Tar Heels winning. I'm upset. No, mm-hmm. upset. Yeah, just because, um, you know, Stop. the first time that <laughs> they really I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna go with Wake Forest. I I think this is this is Sam Howell's. Let me get back. Let me get back in the draft consideration game right here. Mm. We all know Wake Forest defense is is how do we say it non-existent. No, they might as well don't field, bro. They might not even. Yeah, they might not. Yeah, they they might as well not field an entire defensive unit. So. This is, Sam Howell's, this is Sam Howell's get right game, and I have Carolina coming away with the upset because of it. Well, how how ain't gonna do nothing, dog? He ain't gonna do nothing. Come on, dog. Yeah, you gonna wait till wait. You gonna wait till wait for state number nine. You gonna wait till wait for to do something? I mean, I hey, robbery game. Hey, yeah, robbery game. game. You, better, yeah. you better show and prove. This is robbery. Uh, you better show and prove out here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait for myself. Or for the still firing, even though they're deep in strategy, they still firing on all cylinders on the other side. So they are. Yes, they are. It's just gonna be it's gonna be some outscoring mother suckers on that on the football field. Post is 60 wins, or at least first to 60 points wins this game. Pretty much, yeah. man. Yeah. And since I'm um since I'm missing the targets, and uh make sure y'all stay tuned for next week when I talk about UNC basketball. That's a tease for y'all. <laughs> I want to hear audience. I want to be next week. I please oh, yeah. yeah. If there's, some, if there's somebody who can talk y'all's ears off about USC basketball, it's our host. <laughs> be yes, Willingham. So oh, be sure. Willingham. Yeah. Be yes, ready. Sir. Oh. And um, yeah. And next, um, and the final pick I got is number 13, Auburn versus number 14, Texas A&M. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just go with Auburn on this one just because. Ooh. So. Mm, mm, mm. I'm gonna go. Man, that shit is hard. I'm gonna it's go. Hard. I'm gonna go. Yeah, it is. It's just because they they right by like 20, 25 minutes away from Columbus, man. We go with the Tigers, man, for sure. Stay close to the hometown. Mm. I mean, I guess I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull in for Texas A&M. It's really close. They can go either way. Be honest with you, but I'm gonna go Texas A&M. Hmm. I think I'm gonna take A&M, man, or, only because they I think they have a slightly better defense. But Bo Nix is actually becoming the playmaker, though. Who actually would have would have actually seen that happening in, yeah, in, in 2021? He's actually be he's actually been pretty good, man. I'm almost talking myself out of it, but again, I got. I got a and holding serve, man. Like I said, if a can hold off Bama at home, they'll hold off Auburn at home. So, I got a and I'll tell you, I'll take Auburn, man, I guess. War Eagle. War Eagle and Tigers, bro. Yeah, That's War Eagle slash Tigers. Team. That's how you know it's Alabama team. They got two fucking mascots. Don't make no damn that sense. Is, anyway, go- that is crazy, man. We're going down. Um, Man, yeah, let's go on and talk about the next the next topic, man. Racism in the workplace. AKA AKA white folks going wild, aka white folks get caught doing stupid shit again. 
Hey man. Hey man. Level two. Number two. (laughs) So so I'm just I'm just gonna say this. And I just want everybody to be cool. But I want our guests to go because the bruh up there probably real lonely up there. Ain't got no southerners up there to talk that cash shit with unless he call home. And he way up there in that snow. I'm talking about real snow, real precipitation on the grounds and whatnot, on the buildings. But our professor, bro, spent some education on us and the young listeners about what's going on up in Wisconsin, though, because y'all pretty close to Minnesota, and uh, I know you ain't trying to cough the boat. I know. Nah, man, this whole, like, reading about this son's story, it's just, it's just, it's just idiotic at this point for any franchise to go through this, especially, like, you know, we're a couple years from the, the whole Donald Sterling debacle. So for a franchise to go through this, it's crazy to me, right? It's just like your team is comprised of, and then the same, the owner owns the Mercury as well. So you're offending black players, you're offending your, your, your women players. Like what, what, what are we doing here? So I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what the investigation proves. I'm interested to see what comes of this. Um, Because if you, if you're, in this society that we have right now with, you know, how people feel about racial issues, how people are more cognizant of that, like how, what are you doing in this point in your life to where you would feel that way or treat people in a certain way? And it's just, it's just, it's kind of blasphemy at this point. So I'd be interested if this investigation proves and what they, what they do with it. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I was shocked by it because especially after Donald Sterling, and seeing what happened with that, it's just crazy that this would, you know, a situation similar or not really similar, but it would happen again. So it's kind of weird at this point. What if, what if, what if you're, you know, you got, you when you got hired up there, you're at University of Wisconsin, right? Or no? Yeah, well, you know, Wisconsin-Eau Claire. Wisconsin-Eau Claire. So, you know, they hire you up there. And like, you know, we ain't got that many black students up here. But, you know, you know, to, to get you to come up here, there, uh Miss uh Dr. Smith, um, you know, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna send a couple of them of them things, you know, to you. And uh, you know, go ahead and get them, you know, go ahead and get them pregnant, man. Then you know, you have something to stay up here for other than working. Bro, how 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 would you feel if, if that was brought to your brought to your table though? Man, that 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 wouldn't fly with me. And I think like you made a good point, especially like you you probably don't know much about Wisconsin, but we definitely don't have a lot of black students. We literally have like ninety eight, or I think we might be at hundred black students out of ten thousand. So yeah, it's crazy here. So if that would have happened to me. I would have took my black ass back to Georgia and I would have been back <laughs> probably back in Warner Robins, Reggie. Uh, we'd be going Buffalo Wild Wings again. Oh, wings, yeah. Yeah. Hey, yo. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, nah, I would have took my black ass back home, man. I, th- th- these white people, yeah. 
No, I'm not going to start talking about white people on y'all platform. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. Do it, dog, because we about to start. Hey. Oh, oh Creek's hey. about to go in. You, you don't know hey. what to do. Creek's about to. Hey. You know, hey. 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 hey, boy. Woo. Jesus. I mean, I mean, I mean, Pray we can't. Us. I mean, if it gets too crazy, man, I might have to mute it. But, but nah, man. But we about to. But nah, man. We some things like like you told me, me, man. This just like you said in your class that some things just need to need to be said, man. You, you have to give it to them, you know. You have to give it to them, you know. No filter, man. Sometimes this is the same thing as well, man. I mean, we said it on the podcast. We talked about the John Gruden situation. Stuff like this, John. Even go back to Donald Sterling. Donald Sterling was not the only one. John Gruden is not the only one. These people aren't the only ones who talk like this and have, you know, the comfort. And even because, again, that shows you that there is an environment and there is something about, you know, just either. I mean, we we, are, we know rich people just have or just have like a total or at least a lot of them, man, especially in this arena, just have a total disconnect from everything that's going on. So when you have, you have that partner with the fact that that you think you could like do things and, and get away with it, maybe because you've been doing it all your life and you have no repercussions because you didn't have anybody who, again, didn't look like you, checking you on things like this all of your life. So yeah, you, you're just used to just, just speaking freely on your, on, on your biases and Again, again, whether they're biases, biases that, that are perceived or not, you, you keep speaking on them, and the environment that you speak on them in keeps encouraging you, even if they don't necessarily agree with you. It keeps encouraging it because you're not getting checked on it. And you know, if you have this type of mentality, again, this is the owner of the Phoenix Suns. He has he has power to hire and fire to you know pay people and depending on you know who he wants the rep the organization is going to represent what he's what he thinks and feels and if he thinks and feels you know the same thing is that he was pretty much saying the saying you know in his emails and what he said against now the crazy thing is what he said you know to earl watson this man actually had the audacity to actually come into the coach's locker room and say that you know, why can Grandma Green say nigger and I can't? You had the audacity to come in and tell your head coach this. Well, let, man, let me slide in here real quick, cause boy, you you wow, you gonna come into a room mostly full of African American players and say why you can't say the N word? Like seriously? Bruh, you about to get told off by Draymond Green, uh, Clay and Steph. They they light skin. They ain't gonna say nothing. But you know, <laughs> the rest of the dark skin players, dog. They about to get in your ass, bruh. They about to get deep up in your ass because you know you got you got Steph and Clay. They they inside. You know they they ain't out in the field. You know doing all that craziness. But you about to get told off, dog. And and you know again again again, again this 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 is the Phoenix Suns locker room. Yeah, this this wasn't the Golden State Warriors locker. This was him walking into the Phoenix Suns locker room, telling this to his coaches. Well, so so I yeah. Guess, so, so I guess Chris Paul, Chris Paul, and damn, 
the dude with the dreads that sucked ass in the damn playoffs. Um, I kept saying he sucked. I, Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. Ah, yes, young Jay Crowder. Boy, don't taste better than New England clam chowder. But the boy sucked ass all season and in the goddamn playoffs. Man, y'all motherfuckers kept passing in the ball, and he was shooting threes and breaking like a motherfucker. The boy sucked balls. The boy need to be in the G League somewhere trying to get development. But, brother, the Suns or, brother, the only light-skinned brother they got to – to really speak up, it is it is the is the young man that was, you know, doing his thing. Other than Chris Paul last last year, brother, sons it's but this goes to show you that it's a lot of motherfuckers talking shit behind closed doors, and the shit is going to pop off and come out to light eventually, and people don't think it is. Because they got money, they think they protected, and you know they the owner or some higher level exec in an organization, and they don't think it's gonna come out. But bro, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna come out eventually, bro. Like you just saw, you know, good old good old Chucky get tossed to the side, and he been talking ten years on email, but. I mean, of course, you've been talking longer than that, just talking like we talking right now. So it, it's, it's coming out in the light, man, and it, it's, it's, it's looking real bad for a lot of coaches, a lot of execs. It's, it's looking, real, looking real bad for them. So I don't, I don't understand why, um, you know, he would keep talking like that when he know that other people have been – caught and brought up on those charges or just just getting tossed out of the league whatever league they in they could be in nfl baseball and being hockey i mean they can be they could be whatever whatever league they in they getting tossed out after they after this came out to the public and people find out bro you done you done you done 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 so i'm i'm just really happy that it's happening because it's been behind closed doors for too long. And, you know, people need to come up on what they're talking about, man. If, you, if you're not man enough to talk about it out front and in the public, then don't say it at all. It's just like your parents should tell you, if you ain't got nothing good to say, don't say it at all, man. Do not say it at all. So I really, I really, um, I'm really glad that, you know, people are getting caught up and what they've been saying for years. And, you know, they want African-Americans or, you know, people of color to come play for their team. But behind closed doors, they're talking shit about them. Like, bro, why you want me to come play for me, play for you if, you want, if you're going to talk shit about me behind closed doors? And you're not man enough to come, you know, say that, say that to my face. Like, I don't, I don't want to play for you, dog. I don't, I don't want to play for you. I, I'll go play for somebody overseas, I'll go play for the Canadian Football League, but I'm not going to play somewhere where I'm going to get disrespected behind closed closed doors. If you, bro, we all grown men out here, dog. Come 
up and say it if you got something to say. And then see and, and see what happens later. But it's just a thing about me, man. I've been I've always been straightforward with people. And that's just one thing I can't tolerate is talking behind closed doors and saying you're talking about this person all bad, but when you see him out in the streets, you all happy and hey man, thanks for being on the team, man. We love how you play. But when you when you get back with the homies, you be like, man, fuck that N word. I wish he would just play the way we play all the time. He's always out there doing all kind of crazy stuff on the field and on the court, dancing and no, we want him to play how we play and just play, catch the ball or shoot the like ball thug, and be everything cool. He's acting like such a thug, T. Right. Acting like such a thug how out there. How is he acting like a thug when he just, he's having fun doing what he's doing, but y'all want to call him out for a thug. Um, y'all want to call him out for being crazy in the offseason. It's the offseason, man. He can, that, man, that man can do that man or woman can do whatever they want to do in off season, as long as they come back in the regular season ready to play whatever sport they playing. They can do whatever they want to do in the off season, as long as it's not illegal and you know no, no trouble for it, bro. But I'm telling you, man, though, it's a lot. It's a lot more people like him, like Chucky, like. Oh, oh, white oh, that got caught. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's bro, it's, it's so many people like them. They just haven't been caught yet. But you know, racist. shoot, Adam Schefter almost got caught up in that dog on Chucky on the, on Chucky emails. So, bro, yeah, that's I, a, yeah, 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 li- yeah, lying, yeah, yeah, lying for you know the ROT president stuff. Bro, that's a bro, bro, as soon as say Adam Schefter uh, reporting, I'm like, nah, bro, I ain't even listening, bro. Ain't even listening because the boy, the boy's the boy sketchy right now. The boy real sketchy. But you know, they're gonna keep him on because you know, you know, he's a little whiter than rice. So, you know, they're gonna keep him on. But anybody else, but they be but them been kicked them off, kicked them to the curb. Done kicked them to the curb, man. So yeah, man, that's that's all I got, man. That's all I got. Mm. Yeah, I do yeah, you know how I know. this is like the this is like the the play. Like how coach, you know how owners get to like it's the only way owners can like give up their teams if like something happened like this. Like owners are not gonna give up their teams no more. Like you know, like they're not selling their teams. There's definitely a precedent to hey Ronaldo. So what? So there's a precedent like you like you were you know alluding to. There's a precedent yeah. for work. Yeah, you can't you know that this is the only this is the only power move that you're gonna get an owner who's like pretty much the most powerful person running teams to give up their power. Like doing some stupid shit like what he did, and just like Doc Donald Stern did, and how um old boy from the Panthers did for him. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Because of that, like besides that, you're not gonna give up, you're not gonna give up um uh a NFL team or a professional sports team, period. Cause that's the only thing like billionaires have to like to show that they're like better than other billionaires. Cause like there's so many billionaires in the world. So like these this the, the folks that own like an NFL team, they part of a special club. So Mm-hmm. So when it comes down to when they got to sell their team because of that, it's going to be like because of something like this, like of some racism stuff. So. 
I'll see that he caught up on the on the in the report is saying like he doing the same things that uh that Chucky was doing with the Raiders. Like them same the same words are coming up in the report that like he was racist. Um, you know, talking about gays, talking about talking about you know, talking about everything that Chucky was talking about the same thing. So them boys, man, ooh, bro, I don't know. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It's I just I just know, man, because I know how I talk when I with when I'm with my homies, man, and I know how I talk when because I'm you know I'm in the army. I know how I talk to you know I interact with a lot of different uh, races, um, races and uh, nationalities in the army. So I just know how they talk, man. Some of them boys got some dark humors. Some of them boys don't give a damn. Um, about about what they say, what comes out of their mouth. So they think they're in, you know, um, they're in a group of friends and nobody's going to rat on them. But, man, hey, if somebody get paid some money under the table, hey, boy, that thing's on paper, son. You know what they say? You know they say? Put it on paper? Hey, it's on paper, cuz. I know me, nobody up there, boy, he ain't putting nothing on paper. Hey, it's gonna be the. This is probably gonna be the first and the last time you hear uh, Professor Smith on on anything other than Armbar Chronicles because he's like, "Hey man, the boys got wild on that man. I wasn't really ready for for all that, <laughs> and and they got real wild. And I was like, "Hey, I ain't gonna talk about my Caucasian brethren out there like that because you know I only got like a hundred with me out here in these thousands of folks. So I'm just trying to stay safe." But I understand you, brother. I understand. I understand that you're trying to stay safe, and we want you to stay safe. But if you got to come back down south, bro, come on down south, man. It's a lot of HBCUs looking for a young brethren, young doctor that's uh, doing this thug fizzle out here in these streets. Yeah, man, I'm definitely trying to hit it, uh, go to an HBCU, though. That's, that's hoping that's a, that can be my next move, though, for real. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, yeah, Chief, because you know he's actually in diversity and, and, and inclusion. So this is actually up his real house. Oh, hold on, hold on. That's the question. That's a that's the next question I got for you there, young uh Dr. Smith. Um what is your degree in? So I got a uh doctorate in student affairs leadership. So okay. Okay. Uh, the development theory of learning about students and what they need to like outside of the classroom, like student relations, mm-hmm. Greek life, uh, interview, okay. like ways to engage students outside of the classroom. Okay. Okay. Very good. Very good. Hey man, we just we just want to know about our guests. And hey man, I'm the I'm the man to ask the questions, man. I'm a, I'm here to ask the hard questions, man, for sure. But uh, but how long yeah. you been uh, uh up there in Wisconsin, man? Man, it, it's crazy. It'll be three years in January. It'll be three years in January, man. I, well, I, you want to hold on? You went to Wisconsin in January when? Yes, sir. You I'm went moved. to Wisconsin in January. Yes, sir. I moved. I moved up here in January in the middle of winter. Um, it was the, what? And that that winter was the worst winter they had in like I want to say seventy years. Yeah, it was a crazy. Winter. It was a get out winter. 
<laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, buddy. But uh, woo. All right, man. Hey, shoot. Hey, you still up there? Hey, hey, man. God got something for you, brother, for sure. Yeah, man. It's it's been a good move though, but it might be you know might be time, but we'll see. Let's go on and talk about this next song, next topic, but um, called Injuries, Trades, and DUIs, NFL Highlight from Week 8. First thing mm. first, the Titans just went from sugar to shit. Derrick Henry out for the rest of the year with a foot injury. Definitely a, a huge loss for them, man. They, um, they went from contender to not even making the playoffs. Right now, they hey, 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 Bree, don't worry, though. No worry though. Help is on the way. They got Adrian Peterson. Yes, they Come do. Yeah. The day, they, got a, they got AP. The, I like really? to call him the, I like to call him the fake Adrian Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson. The real Adrian Peterson is that Jordan oh, Southern. I don't believe what he just said. Adrian Peterson. <laughs> what I want, what I been whooping ass the whole, whole first last season. Whenever he got out, he been whipping his kid ass. He ain't been doing no damn drills and getting ready for no football season. And, oh my god! And what? and they they still got Julio Jones. Julio Jones ain't did shit either. Hey man, stay. He doing what he did with the Falcons, man. They stay injured and collect paychecks, man. Yep. Just like I said he would. Just like I said he would. Doing just like I said he would, guys. He is doing just like I said he would do. Looks like the Falcons got the better deal out that trade. Oh, man. If AP does anything, I will be thoroughly surprised, bro. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. And also, man, Jameis Winston, he told his ACL this weekend, too. Audi 5,000, baby. Yep. But they actually um, beat the, the defeated the Buccaneers. So. Yeah, that was yeah crazy. They, they did. They did. I mean, the their defense, defense, their defense showed up. Their defense yeah, showed up in the game because they gave him, they gave Brady time like every other team does, bro. I don't know why. I don't know how. Why does every team give Brady time? It almost it's between two minutes and one minute and thirty seconds that they give Brady time at the end of the game to come back and just throw the thing down the gunsling thing down the field and then they kick a field goal or he score or they score a touchdown. Like why does every team do that, man? I mean, like the man, like what he like 43, 44 years old, been in the this is like a 20th season. Bro, you should know by now that the dude is clutch when it comes to the end of the end of the game if you give him time you gotta get bruh when you give brady back the ball it's gotta be like 10 seconds left. and he ain't gotta and he can't have no timeouts it's gotta be 10 seconds no timeouts when you get if you give brady back the ball at the end of the game and he has to be because, on the five Right. It, I mean, he it has to be in. I mean, it has to be like crazy impossible for Brady and the off and his offense to score a touchdown if you're trying to win. But you know, they got that interception, and I was like, "Damn, 
They got an interception on that motherfucker at the end of the game, but that ain't but when the last time that shit happened. So, and, and they got the fourth down sack too, man. Like I said, that's one thing I would give to the Saints. They were coming after him still. Yeah, even man. at that yeah, moment, they they didn't they didn't let up. Man, so, hey, somebody gotta take some notes off that game, but uh, but yeah, man, that oof, you can't you can't give Brady no time at the end, man. You just you just asking to get beat if you give Brady over what. 30, if you get Brady over 30 seconds, bro, you, whoo, boy, you asking to get beat, man. Mm-mm-mm. That's, that's crazy, man. That shit crazy how they let, how they let him get all them, uh, get all that time left at the end of the game and expect the defense just to be out there, uh, backpedaling and trying to intercept the ball or stop somebody on the run. Cause you know, man, you know, he's throwing, dog. It's, it's no doubt. He's throwing the ball every time, so he might as well get in prevent prevent defense and just hope for the best. But no, that's why they blitz, T. It's like, you know, prevent defense prevents you from winning games. You say, if you want to go down, man, at least go down swinging. Oh, uh, yes. Got to go ahead. Came, and they came after the young man. That. Yeah, buddy, got to. Got to. <laughs> got to. <laughs> speaking, speaking of coming after the young man, Man, who, who who's gonna come out, come after the Rams out here, y'all? Oh, that was some, that was some craziness. This man, no, I, I, I said the Rams are on some Avengers Endgame shit. Like they got making that stuff together. <laughs> Bro, they defense went to ninety eight on man right after UJ's defense. <laughs> I'm trying to still figure out how they getting all these players and where they getting all these draft picks from. Yeah. That's hey, like, yeah. what I understand, they were actually getting, they were actually, you know, getting rid of, you know, draft capital. It's actually costing them more in draft capital than the actual salary to get Von Miller. But still, man, again, it's it's a finesse stuff, man. Man, Les need. I just gotta say, man, Les need be doing some major finessing when it comes to getting these deals together, man. I don't be seeing how, because you remember, even after he lost Cam Akers early, earlier in the offseason to to a torn Achilles. He trades for Sony Michelle. And I heard Cam has actually been rehabilitating like really, really good. So you could have a situation where you have Cam Akers, Sony Michelle, and Daryl Henderson in the backfield, along with Matt, Matt Stafford, you know, handing the ball off. And Cooper Cup, the Cooper Cup catch the passes. Deshaun Jackson can't even get on the doggone field because the wide receiver. Then that's Who why he that? got released. Yeah. Talking about he requested a trade. Should nah, nah. stay where he was at, Cooper, man. He would have probably could have Cooper, yeah. Cooper Cup cupping your girls' titties right now. You better watch out, man. This guy. You better watch out. You better watch out, dog. Man. Like, seriously. Seriously, man. Tell me. And, and then suck up too. Man, you already know he doing. Better watch out, man. Hold your girl close out here in these streets. Oh, just real close, man. It's good. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Aaron Donald, just um, Aaron Donald, Von Miller in, in the in the front seven, where you have Jalen Ramsey yeah. holding down the secondary. Yeah, that that's gonna be crazy. That's crazy, right? Already, he didn't already took down a thick a thick shawty, man. You better watch out, man. He'll take down your he'll take down your take down your tackle. Take down your tackle. <laughs> yeah. You don't even know what happened. You even know what happened. He gonna he gonna line up on the same side as Aaron Donald, and you are gonna be like, "Ooh, Lord, 
Oh, Lord. I don't even think. Boy, if I was a lineman, I don't even think about that. Ooh. I don't even think about that possibility. Oh, you looking at, hey, you looking at, hey, you looking at the side of the eye, you see Aaron Donald on the, in the anterior, then you look outside, you see Von Miller. Ooh, what? Which one, Jesus? Which Boy, one? Like, I said, like I said, that, that left tackle is going to have a hell of a time deciding who to, who, who to initially block. These are facts. These are facts. Mm-hmm. Scary out here. It's scary. Some scary hours. Yeah. Real. Yes. Oh, yes. Now let's talk about another another AA run. That man, AA Ron Rogers from oh, Green yeah. Bay Packers, got COVID, but he said he was vaccinated. Me? Hey, me. Hey, me. Hey, me. Let me ask you, bro. Let me ask you real quick. Just on this subject right here, because I need you to speak on it. You a professor at the school, right? And one of your professors be like, hey, you know, I'm vaccinated. Then next thing you know, they get COVID. And then next thing you know, somebody like one of your professors that work close with you get COVID from this motherfucker. How would you feel, dog? Like, how would you, are you ready to, or would you be ready to go back to teaching in person, or are you are you like, hey, bro, you know, I'm gonna do the virtual thing until y'all clear it all up. Well, for, for me, I, I I don't trust white people, so <laughs> number one, I wouldn't be around a lot of way. <laughs> so yeah, you can hey, tell. Hey, B, don't mute that shit, bro. Don't mute that shit. Hey, let that shit Sorry. ride, son. But anyway, go ahead, sir. Hey, man, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, you good, me man. This will make the first round. No, no you good. You good. I've, rounders, said, bro. I've said worse. I've said worse. You good, bro. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. No, I just not just why I don't trust a lot of people when it comes to. I'm just staying away from all people. So for for that doesn't surprise me about about Aaron Rodgers. Like I'm not I'm not surprised a white man lied. Like you lied. You white. <laughs> That's <sounds> well, <laughs> Let him speak. Speak on it, brother. <laughs> this is the first rounders. Welcome to the first rounders, people. That's a fact, man. No, but I'm just not surprised with Aaron Rodgers, man. He 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 put his uh, his team in jeopardy. He said they asked him. I saw the interview. They said, "Hey, are you vaccinated?" He was like, "I'm I'm immunized." What do you say? Immunized. I'm immunized, fam. Why? Yeah, yeah. What, what are you doing? You trying to be deceitful? I don't know. And then, this man got his flu vaccination, but they ain't got a COVID <laughs> vaccination. Yeah, yeah. Man, he, he got a chicken pox. He thought for real. Not no costume. It was for real, John Wick. Yeah, man. But nah, he 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 needs to be getting killed online because man, they tore Cam Newton up when he was like, mm. I don't know if I'm gonna get it, whatever, whatever. Then he got cut. Mm. Well, but but you know. No, but here's the thing, though, that kills me, guys. Because later on, I actually read this on on the Athletic Post that it was later it later turned out that he allegedly got some sort of homeopathic therapy, and he wanted to see if he could actually get that cleared through the league. The league said, "Hell to the fuck no, <laughs> they weren't going to allow that to happen." Again, this is just keep. Yeah, this just got out now. Again, like he just wanted some sort of holistic spiritual. Because again, we all know that this dude. 
I mean, he he's always been been a bit of a you know a jerk. Asshole. Yep. Asshole. Go. go ahead, say it. Asshole. Yeah, I, 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 was asshole bit, that was an asshole I thing when he did. I want to be a little bit kinder, but you're right. He he is a full on asshole, and now and, and now the, the dude's just very weird. Now he's just Let going down the weird Let rabbit hole. Let it fly, hole. Reggie. Let it fly, man. Don't oh, yeah. don't hold, brother. <laughs> yeah, but he's going down. You know, just the just you know the weird hippie ass. You know, rabbit hole. Since since he said, you know what, I want to I want to you know retire, or at least you know not come back for the Green Bay Packers. And again, maybe this is another gambit. Of him, no, leaving the Green Bay Packers soon. I don't know, man. And I, I just think that honestly, this boy has like a he, he's gonna fool Kanye now. I think he basically again to borrow another wrestling term. I, I, I think that I think Aaron Rodgers, I think Aaron Rodgers, nobody puts Aaron Rodgers over more than Aaron Rodgers. Well, you said Kanye. I don't know who you're talking about, man. I- I thought his name was Yay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, he's going for Yay West, man. He just. Yeah, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, it's just it's just Yay. Like, it's no West. It ain't no Donda on it. It's just Yay. I mean, people used to call him Yay anyway back when he was, you know, coming up. Everybody's, you know, people call him, some people call him Yay. But now he's just going with it like it's just yay. So, ah. same man. Again, again, too much money, too much power, too much people, too much yes, too much yes, too many yes men in, in this corner. And this is what happened. Mon- this is how monsters get created, right here. Oh. Definitely, we've definitely, we've definitely seen the transfer transformation. And Ronaldo, you'll appreciate this. This is a a Ron. This is like. A A A Ron in Kaiju form. We're basically seeing we're basically seeing a Kaiju A Ron. That, that, that's actually a big movie monster for our listeners, you know, who don't get the reference, man. But yeah, this is pretty much he, 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 he's out on his own. He can't be told. He can't be told anything, man. He's he's basically again Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a bigger mark for himself, you know, than 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 anybody else. Nobody puts puts over Aaron Rodgers more than Aaron Rodgers. And this is what the Green Bay Packers have to look forward to for the rest of the season. And for whatever team who thinks it's, it's worth a squeeze to, to, you know, get him next year when, when he, when he, you know, unceremoniously gets kicked out of, you know, the frozen tundra. So there it is. Yeah, that is, that's a crazy situation going on right now. Like, he should get some kind of, some kind of fine or something. Like they gave Cam so much hell, and then oh fuck that, he should be suspended. He should fuck be, time. yeah. He should be like said, At least Cam been, like I said, Cam ain't vaccinated, but you know, um, Cam didn't lie about it. But he didn't lie about it. I mean, Cam didn't lie about it. Yeah. 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 I don't know how that's gonna go, dog. Don't don't don't, don't, don't worry about it. I know how that's. But yeah, enough of AA run. Let's talk about this. This was a kind of like a crazy, sad situation, man. Henry oh, Ruggs, the, yeah, Henry Ruggs the third, man. This dude got felony DUI, getting in the um, red for killing someone in Las Vegas. Man, that mm-hmm. is very like very bad situation, very sad situation, man. Prayers for both of the parties. 
and then um and then him and Ruggs gets released from the Raiders. But um here's like kind of like my take on this right here. The owner and the GM, they said that Ruggs was that guy after they drafted him. But then they release him after this happened. I'm like, dang, was he really your guy? I mean, if he was y'all guy, y'all would like y'all would have killed them and been there for him, especially during the trial. But I mean, just pray for this. Everything goes well with him in this situation. And I hope he gets like some kind of help. Cause I know he's probably, I know he's probably definitely like, he's definitely probably like really, really depressed right now with all that going on. But yeah. Then I found out how fast the dude was driving, man. It dude going like over 150 miles. Yeah, yeah, it's going on 150, man. I, yeah. I heard some of the I heard some of it this uh this morning, man. While I was at work, I was listening to some of the uh some of the trial, you know, the first parts of the trial or whatever, man. You know, they're saying he had nothing on his record. He's been a you know, nothing on his record, clean record, uh did volunteer stuff back in uh, Montgomery, his hometown, Montgomery, Alabama. So, hey, it, I mean, hey, dog, it's, it's something that you, you know, you got a clean record, but, bro, you went over 150 miles and you killed somebody, dog. Uh, and you killed the dog and you killed the pet, too? Boy, you better be glad Peter ain't on your ass right now. Bro. Yes. And we'll talk about Peter. We'll talk about Peter later on. But, yeah. But, but yeah, man, he, he yeah. better be glad laying on his ass right But now. that's gonna really gonna get him right there. If they ain't gonna care about that person, they care about that dog being killed. Bruh, for sure, bruh. For sure. And then he had a loaded weapon in his car, too. Bruh, I just I just don't know why these NFL players can't call an Uber. Can't call a lift. Can't call the program that the NFL has for the players to get a private driver if they're drunk or if they're going out for the night. They ain't even got to be drunk. You just, know, you just need a driver because you're going out for the night and you, just, you don't want to drive. Like, bro, why do you have to drive your car and be driving at excessive speeds where if you want to drive that fast, just Tell somebody you want to rent out the track for a couple of hours and you can drive around the track like you uh, a NASCAR driver, but you ain't got to be out here on these streets and then killing somebody. Bro, like, I'm like, bro, this been going on for the longest, man. This been going on for the longest, bro. They got, we got taxis, we got, man. Ooh, bro, you got so much stuff that, you don't have to drive if you get if you get drunk. There's so much stuff that you can just leave your car where it's bro, you got millions of dollars. You can leave your car where it's said, get an Uber, get a lift, get somebody that don't drink, that's your friend to come get you. Take y'all home. Y'all wake up in the morning and y'all call a lift or Uber and go get the car and and then you good, but you wanna drive it over 150 miles an hour on the street? Bro, this ain't no damn Fast and Furious. Uh, This ain't no Fast and Furious, bro. This is real life. Now you didn't fucked up some, you know, killed somebody, and now you're going to have to pay them folks for a long, for the rest of their life. 
whoever the parents are. You're gonna have to you have to pay them because you didn't kill their kid. And you could have not killed their kid and called somebody to come get you. And that's for anybody that's on here, listeners included. Hey, if y'all too wasted, man, hey, just call the Uber or Lyft because it's gonna be way cheaper than paying ten thousands of dollars to get DUI and try to get your license back. Cause I already I already know how much it is because I have friends that have uh you know been in that situation. I ain't been in that situation, but I've had friends that's been in that situation. It's like it's over ten thousand dollars to get that, get that license, get all that cleared up, bro. Woo-wee. Then you gotta go through all them classes. Hey man, call somebody. That's all I got to say. Call somebody or call or have the Uber and Lyft app on your phone. But it's just it's just bad. And I know I know Prof- Professor Smith has seen his fair share of stuff up there uh, in Wisconsin, man. What you done seen up there, man? Man, it's just crazy. Like when it comes to DUIs and just making, it's just about decision-making, man. I think, man, what Henry Ruggs did is like, he could have been the model citizen, but one bad decision can just change your life. And not only your life, but like the, the, the woman that lost her life. And then you have her family. And then you have your family because mm-hmm. Ruggs, like you said, he's from Alabama. Like, he was in a position to change his family's life, like being in the NFL. And now that's ruined. Um, so it's just about decision-making. And that's just what I try to teach up here to a lot of students, just decision-making, decision-making, make wise choices. Like you said, man, it's to be in the NFL, you have a number that you can call no matter where you are, no matter what time it is. Hey, I am, I can't see straight right now. Please come pick me up. I'm in the NFL. It's like, and they will come pick you up or even pick up your phone and get an Uber. Like, it's, it just comes down to like an ego thing. Like, nah, I got it. I can drive. I can do it. No, you can't. And obviously you can't. Yeah, not over 150 miles per hour, bro. No. You At can't. All. For two, Please, no. For two seconds, y'all. He, he went that fast for two seconds. And for, and for y'all who don't or at least can't grasp how long two seconds is, don't do a plank right now for two seconds, and then and then come back and listen to this podcast. <laughs> you, can, you can see them, but seriously though, man, this is like I said. It, there's no excuse for this at all, man. You, there are so many options that you can. Y'all just y'all just said, man. There are too many options now for you. Again, you're getting generation. You have money that can set up generational wealth from your for your family. So you've made it. You again, and that's part of one of the unfortunate things is the fact that you know it's unfortunate that everything his you know his family is depending on him so much and putting all that pressure, you know, to really you know be the breadwinner and and you know for not just his family but for future generations. But it, it, it's just one of those things, man. You, you can't you cannot put yourself in that situation when again you. You, you, you're too rich. You're too well known. There is somebody that's going to help you, help you. You know, just just get to where, get to where you need to be, man. That's not how you're. Again, just for anybody who who wants to, you know, probably like that. Hopefully, you, you don't get drunk like like Henry Henry Ruggs was or get as drunk as he did. But if you're really just going to, you know, 
party like that or just have fun, man. Just have something in the back of your mind. And you need to have a plan saying, you know what, I am not driving anywhere afterwards. I'm not, I'm not you know, getting myself anywhere. Somebody's just going to have to, you know, take me to, to where I need to be after all this is over. But like you said, me, it's, it's ego, man. It's like, nah, 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 I got it. And when you're that inebriated, you can't make good decisions, man. You can't, you know, make, make a sound decision to where, you know, that, that you can tell yourself that you can't, that this is something that, that you can't do. That you are, you are not of sound mind or body to, to, you know, to take yourself anywhere except the bed. And sure, shit. Even if you have to, you know, sleep was there. Sleep at your little top golf if, if you have to. But sleep, sleep that shit off something, man. Just don't get in a car and go 156 miles an hour for two seconds, man. I said that because you just needlessly affected the family. And like I said, I, I don't. This isn't so much as the slam on Henry Ruggs, because like I said, in the day, it's a tragedy. That his life is forever changed. He's he, he's going to be losing out, but ultimately, the the woman that was killed, she lost her life. A father lost a daughter. Mother lost a daughter. Somebody you know lost another sister. Somebody lost a very good friend, man. It's you, you, you just really hate to see it, man. And then, Nothing good, nothing's good coming out of this, man. You just pray that something like this could wake up somebody who would, you know, make a decision, make an unwise decision, you know, after a night of partying and just say, you know what, it isn't worth it. It, it just isn't worth it. Yeah, man, I definitely agree on you like that 100%, man. Like I said, you know you're going to be out somewhere drinking, man. Just, I mean... Shoot, call someone, shoot, you know, even if you think they sleep or so, man, still call like that. Be like, hey, I need someone to um to pick me up. Can y'all do that? You know, I mean, you know, it's, it's crazy, man. Like I said, it's just too much, too many, too many resources out here for you to be to be driving carelessly like that. So, I mean, like I said, he, you know, like I said. Everybody bashing on him and stuff. Like I said, he, well, I mean, I know he clearly did know he probably made a mistake, but I mean, like, but I mean, like I said, it's just something that he got to, that's going to hunt him like the rest of, rest of his life. So, and like I said, when I had my, I had my break shoot, I mean, I was like shaking, I was like shaking up too, man, because I had thought like something really bad happened to the lady that I had gotten a wreck with. So, you know, and glad that she was fine, but like I said, just anything like that, I know that stuff like that, I know that that's gonna like hunt his mom like for the rest of his life. So, so I hope he get like the. He's probably gonna need some. Um, he's probably gonna need like some kind of counseling. Us, he's gonna have to need some kind of counseling too. So, so I mean, I hope he just gets all the help. So, but like I said, his friend, the other family is probably gonna sue. Is gonna sue him for that for the death of his uh. Of the ladies, and more than likely, I think he's probably gonna depend on. I don't know if it's his first, if it's his first ever offense or anything, but he's probably gonna. He might have to do some time. I don't know. So, but I don't know. Maybe they'll work with him, but or something. So, I mean, like I said, I they, just said hope, a, they said he had a loaded uh, gun in the car. So, 
And then um, his girlfriend was in the car as well oh, uh, yeah. with him. Um, so this said right now it's, it's looking like between two to 46 years with a prison system. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I say it's a sad, sad situation, man. Like I said, it's crazy. So, yeah, Ronnie, y'all got anything else to say before we move to the um, our NFL picks? No, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I said, we, we didn't like the moves. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is going to be interesting. So, all right. All right. So, um, we got a week nine picks for the NFL, the Titans versus the the Super Rams. <laughs> this is a Sunday night football game. I got the Rams big. No Derrick Henry. Um, Matt Tannehill was about to look like he was back in um back with the Dolphins. So, oh Lord, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with the the young Rams for sure. Rams about as much as they want. As much as they want. <laughs> I like that. What about you, me? Same, man. The Rams, however much they want to win by. Yeah. Yeah, how they feel of that day. You determine how much they're going to score, how many points they're going to score. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Um, we're going to do like our little – we got our pick our own games. I'm going to let you guys do y'all's, y'all's first. I'm going to do mine, save mine for last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I said shoot, man. Yeah, well, the game pick. Yeah, the game that I chose was the. Hold on, I said I had it pulled up. Yeah, game I chose was the. Yeah, yeah, Packers Chiefs because 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 we did not get our you know we we didn't get our you know we didn't we didn't get our State Farm rematch here, man. So. So we're definitely gonna see what Jordan Love looks like, but I definitely got the Chiefs. Got to get the Chiefs. This this is a get back game. Just like I said, Sam Howells, whatever his get back game. Thinking the college picks, man. I, I think it, it might not solve too much, man. I see he still might got some more picks in him, man. But I but I got I I definitely will take will take you know young young you know Patrick Mahomes over Jordan Love any day. Most definitely. What about you, Tarif? You got in the picks for this week? Uh, you I got the Raiders over the Giants. Ah, yes. Um, I know I'm crazy, but I'm just a Jaguar fan since 1995. So that's when the Braves. That's when the Braves won the title, didn't it? For sure. I, I, yeah. But yeah, I'm going for my, I got two picks Raiders over the Giants and Jaguars over the Bills, man. Just, and the Jaguars over the Bills is just a hope, you know, you know, a hope. Yeah, uh, like a prayer. Hope. Uh, I mean, like hope in the prayer. Like three sacrifices, you know, like Abraham did Isaac, you know, something like that, man. That's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm getting on. That's what I'm getting into, man. So yeah, just just out here praying, man. Out here in New Mexico, just out here praying, bro, for sure. What about you, Meet? You got a, a uh, special game 
Game yeah, that you man. had to pick out. I got, I got, I got a pick this week, man. I want to go with. Um, I don't like this team, but I'm going to go with the Cowboys over the Broncos. Pretty big. Mm. Think uh, what I'm saying. Dak is coming back this week. Uh, Broncos, uh, Broncoing. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I think I got I got the Cowboys big, big over the Broncos. Uh, yes. I think the Cowboys at home as well. So yeah, but was it at home? So yeah, I can see that. Yep. yep. You can see that. I guess the Cowboys will be them boys. I guess against the Broncos. <laughs> oh yeah, and also you know, speaking of coming back, man. What about before you make your pick, B? I just want to just point this out, man. I thought this is very crazy. In fact, Cincinnati got a very humbling lesson about you know basically basically like my grandma would say, being too big for your bridges. You got too many people telling you how good you were, but but y'all got some y'all got sunned by somebody who never played. Played NFL before, before you know. Last Sunday, a rookie from the University of South Florida came in and threw for over four hundred yards against y'all. Goodness, bruh! I'm like too big, too big for the bridges, bruh. Yeah, man. It's crazy. was full of themselves, clearly, bro. Yeah. And what's funny, man? Like the Colts are like beating, well, beating the hell out of them Jets. It's like forty-five to twenty right now. I, I saw but, that score. Yeah, I saw that. that is crazy. But um, <laughs> my man, said, well, people forget, man. Cincinnati's still rebuilding too, man. I mean, Joe Burrow and Jamal Chase finally found that magic again, man. But nah, man, but they ain't ready for prime time. Yeah, they, they don't want to kept Ed Orger on a job at uh, LSU. Yep, so. sure. All right, and my pick that I want to do is the Battle of the One and Sevens. The Houston, the yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. but hear me out, man. It's the Houston Texans versus the Miami Dolphins. Oh, god, yes, yes, like, like last, <laughs> yeah, like last Tuesday, Houston will take another L against the Dolphins, mm. which leads to my next, to my next topic, <laughs> part two of. Um. Bro, 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 to me and me make me laugh. <laughs> See the expressions. That and that leads to my to the next topic. We're gonna talk about some more of these World Series highlights. Oh uh, yes, <laughs> yes indeed. Yes, yes. Yes, bring, it up, bring it up good from that foolishness. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I know you like that for real, man. I had to, Ooh, I had, uh, you know, I had to take that. Uh, yeah, no, I had to take shade, yeah. throw shade off on all. Um, I need a Chinese uh, massage. I need a Chinese massage to get off right now. But anyway, y'all, y'all go ahead, man. Y'all do y'all thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Wow. <laughs> And, and this is just one episode hey, we've been on, hey, man. This imagine we've been on it. So, how, how did I? Why did I? How did I? I had listened to their podcast before, but it wasn't like this. Jesus, <laughs> hey man, welcome, welcome. I guess. Basically, but yeah, but but yeah, man. But but we at the main event, good listeners, man. We. I know this is what y'all are waiting for, man. Just uh, the continued celebration of your Atlanta Braves 2021 World Series champions. 
So here, man, you know, we could basically just talk about, you know, the things, not just in the World Series, but just throughout, you know, the entire playoff run, man. What what were some of the things that let, that let you know that, you know, this was probably, I won't say team of destiny. I wouldn't go that far, you know, since I was never, you know, I'm, I'm not a big believer in luck and all that good stuff, man. And, and you know, and, curse, and curses don't get me started about, about you know, that either, but. What happened, you know, during the playoffs that that it's had y'all like, okay, they really could make a serious run here. What were some of the plays throughout that had y'all like, okay, had y'all like, okay, this is a little, little something, man. Just this is things that happened between, you know, the Brewers series to now that, that just had y'all like, okay, we can actually make something shake besides, you know, being the lowest. Besides being the low, having the lowest win total, being the team in the playoffs, man. So, whichever whichever one of y'all want to go, go first, man. Let's. I think to me it was, to me I think it had to be when um when they when they. Even back to the regular season, we can even go back, you know, to the regular season. I mean, yeah. What what made y'all what made y'all say you know what this is a contender? But basically, everybody else in the country was like was was like you know. These, these boys ain't shit, man. We ain't going to pay attention to them. So. Yeah. Um, I think mine was when um, – I think it had to be when they first hit that 500 marking back in August. I was like, yo, man, the Braves, if they keep playing like this, they could be kind of scary. So, But and then what really got me was when they um, – when they when they beat the um, – when they beat the Dodgers in six games, I'm like, ah, oh, damn, they be like the they, – they be like the second-best team in the um, – in the uh, MLB, and I figured if they could do that, man, they can die easily. They can easily could beat. They could beat the Astros. So, and look where we at right now. We got us a championship. About to have a parade too to celebrate. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, which, which, if I was back in the office, I would definitely be at that parade because the parade actually goes goes in front of the building I work at. So, I would definitely be there. I mean, I yeah. would have been there, you know, if I was in the office. So, yes, yes. So you want to know what's so. up? What you got me? I think I think for me, man, it kind of goes back. I just want to go back a little bit. Uh, Hold on, before you go back, sir. Yeah. Before you go all the way back, back into time, like the uh, like Outcast did back in the day. I just want to say, Brave suck, and y'all have fun with it. Now I'm just playing jokes, 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 y'all, jokes, jokes, man. Don't listen to me. Just have y'all have fun with it though. Go Braves. Nine, uh, twenty six years of. Waiting on y'all motherfuckers to win some shit. All right, y'all go ahead. <laughs> this guy right here, man. trolling, y'all. This man See? is trolling just calm. <laughs> you know he started trolling. He, he made himself laugh. He started yeah. laughing himself. <laughs> Basically, that's exactly what you know. That's what you know me. I think, uh, so just a little bit. So uh, before the trade deadline, me and Young Cliff, the real Reggie, we was talking about like, man, we need to sell. Forget everything. We need yep. to sell. Like, why yep. they feel, why are they picking up these players? We was like, man, forget this. But fast forward, we know what the hell we was talking about. Because <laughs> Alex Anthopoulos was like, look, I got this. I know what I'm doing. I'm picking up these players, and we're going to be all right. I guess, man, it worked out, man. It worked out. And it was just, uh, for me, one of the big moments, I agree with uh, B. Willingham, like, for me, like beating the Dodgers in the six, man, especially going up 3 1, 
the same way we did last year. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Here we go again. So I ain't know what to expect. But, man, beating the Dodgers in six, that was big. Man, one of the things that really let me know, like, all right, we might can do this for real, for real. Eddie Rosario's catch, or the ball caught him against the wall when Juve uh, caught that. He, he, he thought he had one. But Rosario making that catch, man, I was like, all right, we, 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 we making plays. Like, these are winning plays, like World Series winning. Yep. And, 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 Young Cliff, we can talk about – I don't believe in curses either. I, didn't, I, didn't, I never believed that there was a curse over Atlanta. or I just thought we just didn't make the plays. Like, we yeah. had bad decision makers, bad managers, bad coaches throughout the city. So, man, but – Shout, shout Kyle, out Freddie Gonzalez. Yeah, shout out Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah, but, but I wish Ronaldo was still on there so we yeah. could hear that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that sounds like another rant for for his next for the next episode. <laughs> well, you already know. Yeah. Oh, 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 definitely. Oh, Kyle Shanahan will definitely get his get his soon, y'all. And I said, shit, and especially if this if the Niners don't make the playoffs, you, I'm definitely letting y'all know. I told y'all what y'all were gonna get out of this man, man. But again, that. Go back, back to back to the Braves, man. Like I said, we, we have plenty of time to go off on, yeah. on, on Shanahan, like you said, man. But, yeah, I don't mean to cut you off like that, me. No, man, I just want to quickly just say, man, this, this this just means so much to the city, like so much to the people. Like when you win a World Series, it just improves the mood of the city. Like everybody just in a good mood. It improves the economy. And, honest, man, the city deserves this, man. The city deserves this. The people deserve it, especially coming off. I don't want to get like down and stuff like that, but coming off a pandemic, coming off of, you know, dealing with everything we're dealing with across the world. But mm-hmm. Houston already got one. We needed this. Like the Dodgers got one last year. We needed this. So it just felt good, man. It still feels good. And I'm happy for, you know, all my family and stuff that gets to go to parade. This is the one. This is probably like one of the few times I've been in Wisconsin where I was like, "Damn, I wish I was in the city, man!" Like just to be a part of that. But um, nah, man, it, it, it's a great thing. It's a great thing for the city. It just means so much to a lot of people. And um, it finally hit me today, though. It finally hit me today that we actually won. Like I've been in. I sat on my couch after we won. I was like, "And what do I do now?" Like. <laughs> Reggie, you know, like, man, I'd be like, these niggas tripping, man. Like, I'd be like so into the game where it's like, man, we won. Yeah. What do I do now? So, but nah, man, it, it was it's a great feeling, man. And the question now is, can, you know, for me, can we run it back? <laughs> like, yeah. The thing I, is, we have the firepower too, man. We have Acuna coming back. I think hopefully we can. We can of, hopefully we can get something out of Soroka. Yep. I, I, honestly, man, if the Astros can make three Three out of five World Series, you know, because we I said this, you know, in our last show that coming out of the Braves, I mean, the beginning of the Braves rebuilding was when the Astros were coming out of theirs. And I was saying, you know, even then, if we wanted to get back into contention, our rebuild had to be like the Astros and what they did. That was who we, we basically needed, you know, to to, you know, model ourselves after if we want to actually get back. And I think in a lot of ways we did. I mean, we had to get rid of, at least we had to move away from the the signing of the big free agents, man. And so we had to move away from signing, you know, BJ Uptons, the Jason Haywards of the world, man. And 
just going back to finding the next Evan Gaddises and finding, you know, Ronald Acuna's, you know, just getting some more homegrown talent and then getting, you know, good supplements to them, um, you know, like Eddie Rosario, like Jorge Soler, Adam Duvall, who I'm still trying to figure out why we let walk to Miami anyway in, in the offseason. And Jock Peterson, again, even though Jock, I wish Jock would actually hit a home run this this series because he would have been the first player to actually hit home runs in back-to-back World Series series for two different teams. So I was hoping that he, he would have gotten at least one home run. But again, somebody like that who can keep the mood light because the name of the episode was is, you know, just a little bit of love. That was his closing remarks after Bally Sports interviewed him after they clinched the NL East against the Phillies. And I think the thing with me that had me thinking, you know, or at least really showed that this was a new Braves team, I got to go back to August 13th because that was the beginning of their nine-game road, road trip, and they won every single game in there. I actually finally, you know, we were like, okay, we could catch the Phillies because that was the main thing that, you know, I, I, again, full transparency. I, I didn't see it, and, I, and I'm probably it's probably a good guess that that you know you didn't see it either, me. But we just didn't realize that when Acuna got hurt, and we were saying you know sell everything off, that we were still playing at the NL East, and that our biggest biggest you know pro our biggest you know our biggest rivals weren't running great with it and they weren't, you know, stepping on our necks when we were still down. So they double A knew what was up, made the moves he needed to make. And and we right here. And like I said, he's he's shown that you know he can make magic happen. And he made magic happen last year when he got Marcelo Zuna, you know, from the from you know the from the trades. But unfortunately, Marcel got hurt. And he got and he's on administrative leave because of the allegations of, of domestic assault, unfortunately. But so even with that, man, even with everything that was going on, that's the thing that just makes it so crazy. We've had everything, almost everything that good happened after, you know, those trade deadline moves. There's always something that at least was a new speed bump to come up. It just didn't end. But yet, and st- yet, they still found a way. And I think, you know, just going back to game six, I think, like you said, be just making plays. And I think one of the most unheralded plays, but one of the better plays that I saw in second inning was, was, you know, was the Braves turning those double plays in the in a, you know, third and fourth. I think really, really helped, man. They, again, winning plays when it matters. And y'all, I want to see Mad Max for every time he steps on the mound. We need to see more Mad Max for you. We need to see more Mad Max, man, because that dude blacked out. He definitely blacked out. Now, it, it wasn't a Tom Glavin game six in, in, 90, in, you know, in 95 moment. I don't think anybody has ever pitched a better game than that. That's part. I think that's probably the best pitch game in, in, in MLB history considering the circumstances. So I think it's probably unfair, but it was definitely, but it was, it was definitely, you know, a pretty big moment. It was definitely a very big moment in Braves history that's going to go down. 
And I think that the Jorge Soler home run in the third was probably one of the, you know, bigger, it's definitely one of the, you know, biggest plays that was, in fact, that's, that, that looked just like Pujols over Brad Lidge in 2005. But the Braves are the but the Braves are the ones who did instead of but yeah but substitute the Braves for the Cardinals in twenty twenty one so no that 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 home run kind of it, it put us over over the hump because we're playing it felt like we were playing kind of tense like oh we didn't want to mess mm-hmm. with, like that one was like I right, we got this shit man like <laughs> everybody calm down we got it let's go ahead and run it up and 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 they won big man seven zip they did. Like I said, like they that, put their foot in the throat and they and they kept it on there. They 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 didn't trail any they didn't trail any in the World Series. They, they you know they didn't trail in the, in the LCS. It's just like they they did what they were supposed to do, man. They dominated, not dominated, but they did really well. Um, they beat them convincingly, in my opinion. Uh, won a close yeah. game, won a closeout game, seven uh, seven zip. Did what they were supposed to do, man. I'm just at their at their home, at the in in their house. Went two on one in Houston. Yep. World Series. So I just think, man, I'm excited about next year. I'm excited about the future. Ronald Cunha still young. Albies is still young. Um, Swanson's, you know, still young. Freed's young. Like we have young pieces at the core positions. So I, I'm really excited about next year and years to come, man. It's 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 a great, great time to be a Braves fan, man. Yeah, it really is. It, it, it really, it really is. And the thing is, and and, and you spoke to and you spoke to, you know, just the plays that were being made and the t- the tenure of, you know, this, of this, you know, show actually could have, could have changed, you know, had game five actually, or, or at least had things not, not, you know, completely flipped to from what we saw in game five, because y'all, I, I had, I had a show's worth of notes ready to go from things that happened to game five. If we would have lost the series, I, there was so many things that would you know point to what happened in Game Five that you know that, that would have been like, "Yep, this is what happened. This is this was mismanaged right here." But I think the thing that you can, like you said, when the difference between the Hoy Soler three-run homer and Adam Duvall grand slam, and like you said, is the thing that really you know put you at ease. Like, okay, you got it with the fact that Max Free was protecting that that three-one that three-zero lead. And not Tucker Davidson. And not Tucker Davidson protecting the four lead. That proved to be that proved to be huge. That definitely proved to be huge. But again, like I said everything definitely worked out. I think Brian Snicker, not just the World Series, I think he he had a hell of a postseason. I think he managed the hell out of some spots. We called for I was the Albies to go down the batting order. He did just that. And Ozzy had his best game of the World Series after, yes, after being did. moved down. So he he definitely pushed a lot of buttons, man. And as much as we got on snit on the regular season, and we we sure did. We we gave him hell for it. And I think he deserved at times for it. In fact, again, just to keep it real, real some more, I think he mismanaged game five, even with even with you know not knowing that Charlie Morton was going to you know be your starter, but again, you make mistakes, you correct your mistakes, you get back, you get back off the mat, man, and and, and you and you hit it, hit it the next day. They did it. 
And again, sh shout out to the night shift, which is probably the absolute best name for pitching, pitching staff. Night shift did the absolute thing, man. If, if you would have told me that, that, you know, I think if you would have told me that Will Smith would have won all of his saves and given up no runs in the postseason, I wouldn't believe you at all. I wouldn't believe you at all. And, you know, Matzik, there was a lot of people arguing that Matzik probably should have gotten MVP in the World Series, but so reason relief pitchers aren't always the first guy that's going to that's, that's going to get it. Again, shout out to Jorge Soler. I think he deserved it. He had a hell of a World Series run, so I'm definitely not begrudging him getting that award. But again, Matzik and even Luke Jackson, man. Again, mentor Matzik, Luke Jackson, and Will Smith became the best bullpen in baseball at the end of the season. There's no denying. No denying. And last but not least, man, we, we, we definitely can't let this go without giving a big shout out to one Frederick Charles Freeman, who had a very big series, man. He's postseason. Yeah, five home runs matches Fred McGriff for the, for the most of the Braves postseason. And it was only fitting that he not only scored the last run, he caught the last out for, for the game. And like I said, we, we know he has free agency coming up, and I don't want to actually – I don't want to get to that. We can we can talk more about you know the moves that could probably be made for the Braves in, at a later time, time and place. And I hope that we do take care of them. Just to give y'all a preview of that, I really do hope that we do take care of him and make sure that he does finish his career here. I'm sure that especially after we did it for Chipper Jones, and I think that you know we should take care of our own. And I, I think that, of course, money, like I said, uh, we, you know that this is the business. We, there's a good chance that we're not going to bring everybody back that we signed, you know, from, from those big acquisitions before the trade deadline. I understand that. That's business. But at the same time, Freddie, Freddie, you need to make exceptions somewhere. And Freddie was with you from, from you know, from, from the end, from the end of, you know, tail end of the Bobby Cox, Chipper Jones era to the rebuild. To now, I thank you, man, for somebody like that who's who kept his head down. He's not a flashy player. He's never been, you know, never been one of the premier faces that baseball has wanted to promote. But the dude just does his job, and and and, and even when he was struggling, man, he just he just kept going to work, kept going to work, man. He no complaints. You don't hear from him. Dude just does his job, man. Somebody like that, man. That's just something to say, man. Like I said, if you want to foster a positive culture in any organization, man, you just need to be like, we need to take care of our folks, especially if they've earned it. What are you about to say, B? You know. I about to say, yeah, they definitely going to – Um, man, he's definitely He's not going anywhere. He's and he probably just won a championship with the Braves. He's not going anywhere. So, you never know. But he might – I don't know. He might even take a pay. I don't know. But I, I think he's, he's not going anywhere. He'd be stupid if he would, but if he go anywhere, I would. It would be no hard feelings toward on, toward on. He 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 put in his time with the Braves and and got us a championship. But I really can't see him going anywhere. I really can't. So I'd be like I said, I'd be shocked if he go somewhere else. But yeah, like like I said, we, we could definitely debate that because again, th th this is the celebration part, man. We'll definitely. Oh, yeah. And this is definitely something, you know, we could talk about later, man. But I, I just, you know, just want to throw, throw my two cents in, you know, just, just to say, man. But 
at the end of the day, man, again, like Demetrius said, and this is one of the reasons why I wanted to actually get him on this show, man. He's a lifelong, you know, Atlanta, Atlanta, you know, resident, grew up on the east side. So I just wanted to just get a perspective, perspective of someone, you know, who's been following this team, you know, just as, as long as we have and actually lived in the city, you know, through, through some of the, you know, best times and worst times of this team. And like you said, we, 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 we just can't, we just can't, you know, have it come across listeners that the Braves really needed this. Braves needed this. The city needed this. This is just something, you know, again, sports brings you together. Sports is a community. And this is an absolute, you know, final form of sports as community when we can all just, you know, get, get together. So like, yep, this is us. This is us. We did it. So again, that, thank you. That, that, thank you. Thank you, Braves, for, for a hell of a season. Like I said, this is you, – you couldn't have written a better movie script on how this season would have gone. You, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't believe the movie if <laughs> played out like this. It doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't at all. It doesn't make sense, man. And, and like I said, and like I said, I, I, I'll just close this one thing out too, man, and Again, I, I I I definitely can't let this go, man. But but that just be might be me. But I'm just still saying, man. I'm like, um, so-called national sports experts, please stop. Please stop your stupid and lazy takes now. Please stop your stupid and lazy takes, man. We know that MLS is, is not as big and as mainstream in, in, in national conscience as as you know MLB or or base. I mean, base. Yeah, as MLB basketball and football and, probably, and maybe not even hockey, but please stop saying that this is Atlanta's first championship since, since you know, the 26, 26 years ago and the 95 Braves. Please stop saying that, saying that stupid, silly shit. <laughs> I said, please, again, simple research. It's called Google. It's called Ask Siri. I, I mean, I know y'all. I know y'all want to push narratives, man. But uh, but again, man. But just but just stop the stupid shit, man. And actually treat treat us, treat these teams like y'all would any other team, man. I said that don't, because that's what we're here to do, man. We, we crush narratives as well. So just again, but, but just stop the stupid and lazy shit. That's all I just asked yeah. for. Ah uh, yes. Since you mentioned stupid shit, I'd like to talk about my pinhead of the week. It goes to goes to Peter. They feel some kind of way towards the name of the bullpen. Now tell me this, Reggie. How long has it has um how long has baseball been around? Baseball has been around since since Moses went on top of part of the Red Sea. I was about to say since Moses part of the Red Sea. So um <laughs> So why is it so offensive right now? <laughs> I mean, Peter is always taking L's, and they definitely t- took one on this one, man. They they need to go and shut the hell up and just just leave this one alone right here, man. I, I, I was like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Man, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, man, got man, guys, fuck those cows, man. Who cows ain't watching no kind of television? They out there just grazing, eating eating grass. Getting fat, fat just to be slaughtered to put on somebody's plate. Ah, yes. <laughs> at, at five, or at five guys. <laughs> Basically, man, 
council. They don't care. Cows don't care, y'all. Bruh, bruh, bruh. Okay, so I've been out here in New Mexico for just over a year, traveling back and forth to El Paso, Texas. On Interstate 10, there is a humongous slaughterhouse. Like, it's baby, baby calves, cows, whatever you want to say, all the way to the to the to the mamas and the daddies. I mean, it's like thousands of them on side of I-10 going from New Mexico to Texas. And then you see them just about everywhere else you drive around New Mexico and Texas because they just be out. They just be out and you can just like you can literally like hit them like deer crossing the road or squirrels or whatever else cross the road, you can hit them joints. Now, if I'm down here in New Mexico and our and our and our guest and our guest, Mr. Professor Young, old as me, is up there in Wisconsin. I know he been ducking and dodging. I know. Meat man, can you tell us any stories of you ducking and dodging these cows out here? And and tell us if they told you <laughs> that they give a damn about the goddamn bullpen in the MLB, bro. That's the, that's the main question. If, 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 if the cows told me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it's ridiculous, man. Like, what what are we doing? Like, <laughs> that deserves the pinhead. Like, that deserves all the wars. It's just go find something. Else. There, there, there are plenty of things that you can spend your time on when it comes to animal rights. There are real animals being mistreated treated in the world. Yeah, bullpen fam. Like, get the fuck out. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's just, again, that's just, that was a new one. I remember when Brandon sent that story, I, I, I thought it was, a, I thought it was like an, an art, a parody article or something, guys. I had no idea that this was actually a real thing until it's like, it's like, y'all motherfuckers bored. And the other way around it, y'all motherfuckers really bored to just find anything to just, to fight or bitch over, man. I mean, again, f- f- find another hill, guys. Just find another hill, man, because this ain't it. Find another hill to die on. This ain't it at all. Yeah. Like Demetrius said, there's plenty of other abuse, plenty of other, you know, animals that's getting abused. Like, have some tangible abuse done to them that you can actually, you know, actually choose to fight over. This right here is not one of them. It's not one of them at all, y'all. Just, just again, again, let, let that silly shit go. And 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 do like what you do like what your prior say, have a coke and smile, and shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> oh shit. That's silly, y'all. Yes, it's this real is silly, silly for real. Silly as shit for no reason. Yeah. Oof. Man, whoa, that was rough. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. And on that note, man. Closing shout-outs time. Y'all boys got any shout-outs before I close this thing out? 
Professor Professor Smith, you're up first, man. Dr. Smith, I'm, I'm about that, man. I know you done worked a long time for that shit, dog, and I am so sorry. But, you know, you my dog. Hey, you my dog. Yeah, man. Dr. Smith, man, do your thing. Man. It's all good, man. I, I just want to thank y'all for having me, man. For sure, I had a great time, man. I love, love kicking it with y'all, especially talking about these sports. Um, I just want to shout out, of course, the Braves. Shout out to Double A, Alex Anthopoulos did a great job. Shout out to Snit. Um, want to shout out Smuff Dig. Shout out to Armbar Chronicles. Uh, we coming, coming, coming back. We coming back. Yeah, definitely coming back to bless the been, streets, man. Been wanting to hear that, man. <laughs> boys yeah, been talking yeah. about that since them boys been talking about that since 2020. But anyway, go ahead. That's a fact. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You ain't lying. <laughs> nope, he isn't. He isn't at all. Yeah, man. But no, nah, that's all I got, man. I re- really appreciate y'all for having me for real. Well, no doubt, man. I definitely want to give a big shout out to you, Demetrius. You know, my my brother, my line brother, man, my my ace boom, man. I'm, I'm just, I'm glad. Again, I'm really glad you you blessed us to get on, bro. Like I said, I, I really wanted to get your perspective on on this episode, man. You, you definitely came. You you blessed us, and again, we'll, we'll definitely. This definitely won't be the last time, brother, man. I say that. Whenever you, whenever you want to come, man, you're a friend of the show, man. So whenever you want to just drop by and kick it, bro, we, we, you know, we we definitely got you, man. So definitely sh- shout out to you. Shout out to to my co-host, you know, B. Willingham, Specialist Rivers, my other brothers, man. L- love Look. y'all boys. And shout out, of course, to Smuff Digging, the Armbar Chronicles. Yeah, we always yeah. – we, we all we got, so I want to know, man. You already know about that, man. And again, shout out to the Braves and shout out to the city of Atlanta, man. Y'all, y'all beautiful. You're beautiful, Atlanta. You're beautiful, man. And I I'm, and I can't can't wait to come back to you. Can't wait to come back to you. Yes, yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Well, hey man, as always, shout out to our guest, our second guest on the show, man, good old Dr. Smith. Don't get it wrong, listeners. It's Dr. Smith on your line, coming through your speakers and your car, coming through the speakers in, on, your, on your tablet, your iPad, your phone, through your, through your headphones, whatever you're listening to us on. Is Dr. Smith all the way from Wisconsin, and hey man, he got. If y'all don't ever see the picture of this man right now, he got the whitest, cleanest Atlanta Braves jersey on right now. Though ain't nobody cleaner than Dr. Smith right now. He just ordered it last night and got it this morning. That's how. That's how smooth Dr. Smith is, man. That's how smooth Dr. Smith is. Um, but hey man, always shout out to. B. Willingham, the host of the show, the founder, the mastermind of the first rounders. Shout out to my boy, Young Clifton, a.k.a. Real Reggie, a.k.a. Reggie in the WR. Um, that's my dog. That's my dog. That's If that's not my dog, I don't know who is. Um, shout out to Ronaldo Leon, Mr. King Ronaldo, man. We used to slap them kids back and forth at the uh, – Boys and the Girls Club, man. Hey, 
all day, every day, man. Used to we used to show love, and then hey, gotta be sometimes you gotta be disciplinarian. So, hey, man. But you know, Professor Professor Smith don't know nothing about that, man. He just he just don't give a damn. I mean, like if you ain't listening, then you ain't fucking listening. Who who gives a damn? If you don't want to pass class, hey, that's on you, dog. Because I'm talking about a whole bunch of bullshit right now, for sure. Um, but yeah, man, love y'all. Glad to. We had a great show. Um, talk about them good old Braves. Um, they finally, finally came around and got that World Series back to the A-Town. So I wish I could be there on Friday because, woo! Oh, man. Oh, man. The Shake em Up Club's going to be giving it out like your boy on Road Troop was getting it, bro. Just... Whatever you want to do, that's what you're gonna be able to do on Friday and Saturday. Lord, man, man, take me, take me to Atlanta. Somebody buy me a, a ticket or something. Get me out of here. Get me out of the desert, Jesus. But uh, but yeah, man. Hey, had a great time. B, it's your yes. turn, brother. Yeah, before I do my shout-outs, um Ronaldo wanted to do a shout out to one of his friends, um, Brian Easterling. I think he had passed. One day this week or so, so want to give my shout out to him and his um and his family. So yeah, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, y'all. Ronaldo actually had to step out of step off the podcast for he's actually been off for a while, but that's exactly why you haven't heard from him. So yeah, he has to go back home to get old Statesboro to attend his good friend's funeral. But he wanted us to shout out his his homeboy, so we definitely wanted to fulfill his wish and pray, prayers to Ronaldo. And his homeboy and, and and his family. So, I guess um, shout out for me um, shout out to everybody who purchased some of my first round of merch. Yes. Uh, me, we got that your merch, um, we got your uh, order on the way. I mean, we working on getting it done now. So, um, bro, as soon as that comes, we'll. You know how black. Yeah, I know, right? You get it before <laughs> um, you get it before Black Friday. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Shout out to everybody in the um the first round of Facebook group. We finally hit hit five hundred members yesterday. Oh, so, yeah, five hundred members. So hopefully by um January or I'm gonna say by January we should be like we'll be like live. We ain't gonna be live on video on YouTube. We are gonna have like actual oh, video. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, uh, Gonna tease that. We're gonna tease that. And this is yeah. on the way. Yeah, we got big surprises coming up. Yeah, we got surprises coming up for 2022. Just, just saying. Be a big surprise, man. Like I said, yeah, y'all find out soon. But y'all in the meantime, out. let's check us Professor out. Professor Smith, I'll, I'll, you might want to get back on there, though. You might, yes, yes. You know, <laughs> might get you a little, little something out of ATL or something. You know what I'm saying? This guy. Get somebody to come up there with yeah. you in the Wisconsin. They might be able to, you know, get somebody to come up there with you because I know it's lonely. No it not. But anyway. Yeah. But um, yeah, but in the meantime, make sure y'all follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, you know, um IG, Twitter, man, all that Facebook, our Facebook group is going to follow us on there. Follow follow all of them if you want to. I would like for y'all to do that. But that's pretty much it for me, and that's pretty much it for the show, man. Hope y'all listeners had a um, good time listening. And um, like I said, we'll be back. We'll be back next week for thirty for, for our thirtieth episode. So get ready for that.
All right, then y'all boys, y'all boys have a good night. Be easy, listeners, and chop on. Chop, chop, chop. Chop. <laughs> Meditate, sell the things that I cannot change. Like I never sell my ass or my soul for fame. I'm so player, pimp tight, real kosher. I'm devil near. Don't need no deal or exposure. Fuck